Four five seven of Geeksters. I'm your host Ed. I'm your host Sean. What episode? One more time, Ed. <laughs> there we go. All right. What episode? Four five seven. Four five seven. Wow. Wow. Oh man, I missed four five six. <laughs> <laughs> you were here for it. I now I have to wait for five six seven <laughs> before I can make any kind of weird joke. Uh, Ed, we're five six seven. Only back roll. <laughs> Can't wait for six, seven, and eight. <laughs> uh, but don't worry, I heard. Uh, trust me, some dark shits coming around with seven, eight, nine. <laughs> we'll do. We'll do episode seven, eight, seven, and then uh, seven, eight, eight, and then seven, ninety. Right? And they were like, "What happened to seven, eight, nine? Exactly. <laughs> so, Ed, how was your week? Good, good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm kind of uneventful. I bring. I feel like I'm. I didn't bring a lot to the show this week. Wow. I, I brought. In, I brought enough. I brought, I brought, I brought enough. enough. I, you know, if there was a bare minimum, I think I'm a, like, a little above that. <laughs> Overachieved over cheese, just a little. <laughs> I watched a movie. I played some video games. I, you know, I, I did things. All I got right. to. I got. I, I, oh, I can't wait to get to my turn. Okay. okay. Tell me about your weekend. All right. Well, uh, um, first, I uh, I saw Party Monster finally. Oh, okay. And it's tidy with uh, uh, Macaulay Culkin and uh, Seth, Seth Green. Green. Really good movie. Really good movie. I enjoyed it. Actually, Sipon enjoyed it. That's, good for him. That, that was a thing because I know he's those those kind of weird movies. He's kind of like eh, about. He'll complain right, about. Right. Right. But it actually. He stayed awake, which is a, a good barometer for him. Right. Uh, you know, because he'll, he'll sleep through movies. Right. Just all of a sudden, it's, this movie won seven Oscars. Slept through half of it. <laughs> and that's basically it. So, But he's, he's, he was so intrigued, he actually uh, like got a copy of it. Like, Really? Yeah, so. Good for him. So that was Dave, one thing. Dave's growing. <laughs> So you know, it was a, it was a good because it's really, really more about a, it's, it's, it's based on true story. It's a murder mystery. It's a murder mystery is basically what it comes down to. It you know, and it was, it was interesting how they did it. I, mm-hmm. I, I uh, applaud it because I think it was like kind of like a low budget film that they did. Yeah, it didn't. It, I remember seeing it. Um, it didn't. It had a very low budgety kind of. Wow. <sighs> Woo. Like it's like one step away from Rocky Horror Picture Show. Right. It kind of had that kind of. Old timey feel to it, but it was like definitely like oh, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I, I did too, and I, 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 you know, I recommend it. You know, especially if you've 
like true story ones like I do because some I know a lot of it's some a lot of it's made up right, to the end right. because it was really made up. But I think uh, um, it's from Macaulay Culkin's point of view. Is it? No, it's uh, it's about it's about a drug dealer. It's a, right. It's, it's about a based off the book. It's called right. uh, Party Monsters. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never. Know yes. That. I think the movie's based on the book by <laughs> the same name. Well, there's because because the the book that they actually it's called it's called Disco Two Thousand uh, uh, in, in this in the story because actually it's like that meta thing because the guy who writes writes the book is played by Seth Green's character and he's you know in it and he's promoting the books basically right, kind of thing right. and it's a story that they're telling through this you know interview kind of thing and it's, it's it was like I said it was I, I found it interesting and I enjoyed it a lot so I'm, I'm, I'm looking at Party Monsters of 2003 biographical crime drama written and directed by Fit and Belly and Radley Barbato who are also both producers with John Marcus it shows Macaulay Culkin as the drug addled king of club kids the film tells the story of the rise and fall of the infamous New York City party promoter Michael Al- Alig this was Macaulay Culkin's first film in nearly nine years since the starring role in Richie Rich, just to let you know. Yeah. So, I remember being a big deal. I'm like, Macaulay Culkin's acting, and that's the role he picked? Seth Green. I was like, as a Seth Green fan, to see him in that movie, I was like, all right, I'm, I'm in. And Macaulay Culkin's, I'm like, all right. And he, I'd say they both kind of crushed it. Yeah. Uh, oh, Wilmer Valderrama's in it, too. Yes. Huh. Marilyn Manson's in it. Yes. <laughs> that's, like I said, it's been a while since I've seen it. I didn't know it was Marilyn Manson because it, it is actually based different on, makeup. So. It's actually based on Disco Bloodbath. That yeah. is the name of the yeah, book, okay. <laughs> and the memoir of James St. James. Yeah, which details his friendship with Alec and later fell apart as Alec's drug addiction worsened. He ended up after he murdered Andre Angel Melendez and went to prison. In 1998, documentary on the murder, also called Part of Monster, the shockumentary, was used for certain elements of the film. So yeah, there you go. All right. Yeah, I said like I recommend that movie. Ah, uh, yeah, me too. I I highly recommend that movie, especially if you like the club kid scene and of the nineties. Uh, it's 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 pulling something out. What you got? <laughs> I I it came out this Tuesday. I pre ordered. I got it. Oh, my copy of Suburban Sasquatch. Oh, wow. Blu-ray. So uh, it's got the Rift Track <laughs> edition on it, which I found Rift Track. We yeah. like like the Rift guy. Yeah, the Rift guys. Son of a bitch! If I knew that, I'd buy my copy. <laughs> Includes full riff track version. Son of a bitch! I think it's like fifteen bucks on Blu-ray. I don't know if I could spend that much money. <laughs> fifteen dollars. Fifteen dollars. All right, nice cover. Put that shit so, in so, my... Wow! Sipons in a oh, riff track on Blu-ray. On Blu-ray. That's incredible. First time ever on Blu-ray. A special edition of Suburban Squad is packed with both new and archival bonus features. Archival 2004 Standard Edition Master from the Original Tape Source New 2021 Commentary with director David Wasavage 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 sorry. sorry Commentary from Sam Panico of BNS about movies Bill Van Ryan of Driving Asylum includes full riff track episodes of Superbird Says wow <laughs> that, that's right there that's, yeah. that's worth the 15 bucks right there there you go Ah, two-sided insert. Ooh. Ooh. Retro VHS sticker set. Ooh. Ooh. Collectible mini poster. Ooh. Yeah, it was the the there inside this the slip cover inside the uh case itself, there is a poster. On the other side it's the article that was written. Basically the 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 idea of the movie is is that it's a um, monster hit. <laughs> a, a newspaper writer that's uh, going, you know, goes into this little town and and you know, the, all this thing about the suburban Sasquatch comes out. So him and an, and a Native American female 
has to. That seems problematic right there. <laughs> Just saying. Not for nothing. And I have the question. I got to ask. Real Native American? Just, just, I'm, I don't, I'm I don't know that much about the. I <laughs> All I know is the blue ray and my friends in it. <laughs> I'm not on trial here. <laughs> I, I had nothing to do with the movie other than buy it. That's all I, did. <laughs> I played the fifth. I don't know. I just, I really it. don't know. I just bought it. I haven't even seen it. I know. I know it's not. I know she's very. She's a. Uh, uh, she could be because she is. She could be. She could be. She has that. The features. Of it. <laughs> Yeah, she's tan. Native, Native American. She's got a tan. She could be Mexican. I don't know. I don't know. Could be. Could be. I don't know. I don't know enough she to. Could uh, be a woman of of, of 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 you know. Maybe she is. I don't know. I mean, this is made a long time long ago. Time ago, so, right? You know. Simultaneously, the best and worst Sasquatch movie ever made from Possum <laughs> Reviews. From Red Letter Media, one of our favorite B movies of all time. B movie, really? <laughs> I wouldn't categorize I mean, Z movie. I, I mean, really, I, honestly, I, 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 maybe a little lower down in the alphabet, but B, B to me, B movie at least has at least one famous person in it. Yeah, and I'm not talking Bigfoot. <laughs> it's not like he goes like, yeah, I got some time. Oh, <laughs> sure, sure. What, what's the role? I gotta play me. Sure, walk on role. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I'll stretch my acting chops. Yeah, you just, you just look. Look, you point the camera, I'll walk through the forest, we'll be done. <laughs> <laughs> Make it green. Right. <laughs> look at me, I'm Bigfoot. <laughs> if you notice, there's only two feet, but when you're walking, all of a sudden, at some point in time, you see one set. And it's because I was carrying the other person. <laughs> so, so, so basically, the other side of the poster has the news article that he wrote, oh, okay. type of thing that kind of give it a finish, oh. tight to it. That's very nice. Yeah, you gonna show it to him when you walk next time you see him. I've got him copy actually. Oh, I bought him well, a copy. Look at you. <laughs> I've, I've, you know, because suburban Sasquatch for all my friends. <laughs> <laughs> he supported my career. For the various things that I've sure. done through the years, but I was in the, in the bands, he would come see me play, right. pay tickets. He bought my CD. You know, right. he was buying CDs for other people. You know, to right. give and also, he's he was like a fan, almost like my number one fan in a way. I guess you say, but he was I'm just your number one fan. Ed, <laughs> sleep tight. <laughs> She's gonna slit your eyelids <laughs> just enough so you can never really close your eyes again. <laughs> 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 so I don't go that far, but he's, he's he support me. So you know anything I can do to sure. support him? You know, no, no. I mean, obviously, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not dissing the fact. I mean, I had I known it was gonna be that much of production. I'm like, I guess I should go out and buy one myself. <laughs> I'm like, you know, support Dave. He supported our show yeah. well, lots of times. So yeah. the least I can do is you know be like, oh, 15 bucks, little man. I'll put that shit in your hand. <laughs> <laughs> so. You have to send me the link, Ed. <laughs> send me the link. It's actually on Amazon. You can buy oh, it. shit. <laughs> I'm an Amazon Prime member. I can have that bitch here tomorrow. Yeah, right. <laughs> you can get it free shipping because it's, it's on a, That's what blew me away the most. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> it's on Amazon. It's actually on Amazon. You can buy it. You didn't have to go to subservantsquadsquads.com forward slash reserve. <laughs> he just went, Amazon, click, Suburban Sideswatch, boom. You're like, get the fuck out of here. It's legit. Because <laughs> actually, I found it through Blu-ray.com, actually. Get the fuck out of here. It's, it's promoted <laughs> there. Like, Blu-ray.com. I go to that site all the time. They're like, yeah, we're legitimate. 
pick it up. <laughs> Go to Amazon right here's, now. Here's Amazon link. Go ahead. Okay. 15 bucks, little man. Free shipping. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Damn, I bought it. Haven't watched it. <laughs> I've watched it. I haven't, I haven't watched the Blu-ray version. I'm kinda, right. I kind of want to in a way just to see it, but I've seen the movie multiple times because we when he first did it i mean i I think this is his first speaking role i could be wrong (laughs) don't quote me on that speaking role but i remember watching it several times like my is this the one that he was really really good in that you were like blown away no no okay (laughs) there's another one there's another one (laughs) but this one was good this this one was really good like it was believable because this is more golden globe worthy Uh, yeah that one was more oscar worthy right Because there's some like there's one he plays a soldier. His name's Ox. Right, I think and that's it, the one you like. You're like, oh my god, he was so good because it looks nothing like him. Right, anybody knows him. He's, I mean, that's acting. <laughs> that's acting. You know, he played it. He played another character in. Um, oh fuck! What the hell was that called? There was a horror movie where he's there's. It's basically a little town, and this guy. Uh, is it a guy or the girl first? One of them goes through this town first. It's uh-huh. a guy. All and right. he ends up getting murdered, and they use his skin for leather, for a wallet, oh, and stuff okay. like that. And they, they do- use his foreskin as a wallet, but when you rub it, it turns into a suitcase. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's a tattoo that they use as, sure, the, as, of as a, like it's the, always a dead giveaway. Why would you not use the, the all of the other well, flesh? Well, that's the best flesh for the wallet because it's got a design on it. Right, so it sells itself. Right. Everyone loves the you know hi mom tattoo. <laughs> right. So if it was like they used to, they sell the organs to right. like you know hospitals or low end you know of course they did right but it was it's that kind of thing and so the I think the female comes through and we use every part of the human corpse <laughs> it, it's a it's a real thing well, he plays a how do I put this without being insulting there is no way to put it All I'm right, sorry what do you do he's he's called retarded Charlie oh. in this movie and I mean like <laughs> God PC ain't his friend. <laughs> So I guess he goes. I guess, <laughs> in the immortal words of Robert, of Ben Stiller, did he go full retard? <laughs> yes, he did. Never go full retard. Don't you know that? If I've learned anything from Tropic Thunder, it's you never go full retard. You go for what? <laughs> little bit. Little bit. <laughs> Dave, that's your character flaw. You never go full retard. <laughs> but he did a good job as as that. I, I that was another role I that, that, that stands out. <laughs> I can't think. I think it's called Process. All right, I think the movie. But it's like I said, you have to you have to look at. He's got an IMDb page. You can look up his his body of work. David Ebsipon. He's hey, on. Sean, do you know any famous people? Well, we have a friend named Dave. He's got an IMDb IMDb page. Ooh, fancy. <laughs> I don't have one of those. I know. <laughs> Holy mackerel. I know. He's got a whole list. He's got he probably updates it daily. <laughs> I don't know if he's updated daily. I know I know he's done a film this year, but I wonder if he's oh it's you know, I don't think it's updated yet. I'm I, looking. I don't think I don't, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Like because I, I know we, we talked about it a couple weeks ago when he was here and I, I you know, I was like, oh, okay, you know, and it's actually part of an anthology of movies, but he wasn't in the other ones. It was a, he's, he was just like in a small part and this, you know, kind of getting his, his acting chops back, you know, cause mm. he's been out due to COVID, you know, right. Because a lot of the uh, independent filmmakers are, you know, having a hard time. There it is. Oh, he goes by David. That's where I lost David. It. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. That's okay. No, no. Um, oh, <laughs> he was born February 12th. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and that's the day before my mom. 
Not the same year, but, you know. <laughs> Alright. Known for? God damn, he's got a known for. Ooh, he's been in 34 things. Yes. Just walk with me, Ed. He's also got, he's got a writer's credit, 23 credits as a producer, yeah. one in the art department, one in stunts, one in camera and electrical department, four in additional crew, and 27 thanks. I'm assuming the ones where he's one as a writer, art department, stunts, camera, it's probably the same movie. It's probably like, wait, you want me to do what? I think I can write. Th- I think I can say that better. Quick, let me write something down. Writer credit. <laughs> I need to fall down in this p- ma- mattress. Stunt work. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me move this I- tree over here. Art direction. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they're 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 all different movies. They're not the same movie. All right, good uh, for him. Yeah, so he's because he's done the stunt work. I think it's Supernatural Assassins. Ep- one episode, twenty twenty one. That wasn't it. Girls just want to have blood. Girls, just I, want to be honest with you. I, I can't gotta, remember. I'll be honest. I like that cover though. That's kind of a cool cover. <laughs> yeah. You know, it looks very brutality. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> Hold on. Okay, you're like for supernatural assassins, girls just want to have blood. Brutality. Creed two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, he isn't. He's in the VIP. He's a VIP spectator, uncredited, by the way. But he's in there. He is because he's actually behind. Right, he's behind uh, Felicia Rashard's character right. in the fight scene. You could see his head. He, it's, it's he's trying really hard. <laughs> like, Can't get on camera. Can't get on camera. Bigfoot blood trap, sickness, Santa Claus, serial rapist. <laughs> Holy comes we, once we, a year, but it's down a chimney. <laughs> wait, was that the movie we saw? No, what was that movie? Uh, Santa Claus, A Horror Story, The Wolf in the Bay, uh, Nightmare on Elmo Street, <laughs> Rabbit Hole, Destiny Quest, Destiny the Quest, Roxy and Me, Don't Try This at Home, Head Case, Serial Killers in Delaware Valley, IBS, Paranormal Captivity, Ant Farm Dickhole, oh, The League God. of He's Sa- in that? Yeah, he's a teacher. In Ant Farm Dickhole, Ed, back I, in 2011. I refuse to watch. I mean, that actually, that movie. Remember? <laughs> Ed Sideboot. Remember, remember the, remember, remember G4? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. And DV Tuesday. Because right. everyone on right, right, right. show, they had DV Tuesday. And they had this Chris Gore uh-huh. guy who would do the movies. Uh-huh. He actually recommended Ant Farm Dickhole <laughs> on <laughs> that show. I got the League of Science. Postmortem. Oh my God! City of, Mother- <laughs> City of motherly love, the ritual, the now, the story of Joey Nardone, abduction, dare, bottle world, bazookas. The movie. It's not about the weapon, folks. It's about the boobs. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday, Harris Malden. Oh jeez. Infant, infant, infinite, inf- ooh, infinity's, infinity's lock. lock. Zombies by design, suburban Sasquatch. That was his first movie. Yeah. No, the one we saw was like a Jesus movie. Yeah, and it, Jesus the time daughter, traveling Jesus movie. I think it was. Well, and it was played by Jesus was played by a girl. Yeah. Um, God, what was it? She's not in that one. I think it was just we just went. No, we just went because it was the, the director, director of some of the movies well, that Dave was in. That one serial Santa Claus serial rapist. I think that's the one he did. Right. He was in, and we went to see the other movie. Right. And I forget you know why we. The wolf and the baby. He's a foot Satanist. <laughs> The though the there was one movie that you we you breezed through that was that was pretty good I liked it I mean he was only in a he played a a, a uh, uh like a like a 
like a uh, Jehovah's Witness coming to the door. Then of course I obviously didn't call him that because they didn't want to get sued by Jehovah. Um, you know. <laughs> Nightmare on Elmo Street. A girl finds herself on Sesame Street. <laughs> right away I'm gone. Legal issues. After meeting a red puppet named Elmo, she embarks on a heart-wrenching journey exploring themes of family, depression, and what it means to be human. <laughs> uh, what was that one? I'm just trying to find the one. I'm trying to think of the name of it. Abduction. That's the that's the Charlie movie, Abduction. Okay. That's the that's the one. That's the one you're looking for, probably. Uh, uh, <laughs> he's got his little face there. Like, look at me. I'm a I'm an actor. All right, what did he write? Adventures of the Haunted ha- Haunted oh, Hunted. Oh, God. All right. All right, well, good for him. I'm going to have to pick that up. I mean, <laughs> I feel like a... Oh, Rabbit Hole. That was that was the movie. Rabbit Hole was interesting of a movie. He, Like I said, he played a Jehovah's Witness, in, but it was based off of um, Alice in Wonderland. Okay. Kind of thing. All right. But it was... It, it was I, I, I think it was done a lot better than... than like what out because like I didn't you didn't get to the end that you're going oh my god like it was Alice in Wonderland like it never it never connected until you got to the end of it and you're like holy shit that was brilliant like, <laughs> like, yeah, it was, it was like a, a out there kind of thing so it was uh, it was interesting but uh, I'm looking at I'm looking he's got a producer credit for Plan Nine uh, it's a story of Nilbog a small town with a big story a beginner of an invasion these aliens have different plans for the inhabitants of Earth but the first person I see it is Brian Krause I'm like his face looks familiar. And I'm like, you know, what's he known for? I just feel like he's in Charmed. He was the angel. Gotcha. All right. He was in Sleepwalkers. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. There you go. All right. So what else? You got your movie. Movies. Did you watch any other movies this week? Uh, well, I watched She-Hulk the next episode. What'd you think? I, I thought it was too short again. I, I, <laughs> like, I, I really do think I'm like, I could work with an hour. Yeah, and, you know it was funny because that was the episode where I'm like, oh, they bring in what's his face is an abomination, and I'm like, I'm like, I remember him. <clears throat> Stacy can't remember. I love the joke. Oh, I was a different person back then. Yeah. I love stupid jokes like that. It's like I'm going to acknowledge that that wasn't me in a funny, humorous way, and you kind of all in the room know it's funny. It's chuckles, and some people eye roll. But I was like, <laughs> I love those jokes. And then, but I'm like, well, if he's in there, I saw. Shang Sung Shang Chi Shang Chi Shang Chi and the Ten Rings Legend of the Ten Rings and I'm like I remember Wong fighting Abomination in uh, like an underground thing what happened to that end of the episode I'm like there you go <laughs> like, thank you for answering that <laughs> but the but I think the the, the biggest shock of this of that episode uh-huh. was who played the father of Jessica Walters because because you're going. I'm like, I know that voice. As as I, I know that face. face annoy, I'm like, holy mackerel. It's Cousin I, Larry. It's Cousin Larry. I can't believe they pulled him out of obscurity. I hope Bronson Pinchcoke has picked it. Like, <laughs> like, perfect strangers. Just come on. It'd be great. Uh, yeah. I find it funny that they played them. They played off the family kind of Jewish. Yeah. Not for nothing. <laughs> like, is all the superheroes Jewish? I mean, most of them from New York, so maybe it makes sense. Yeah. You know, like, oh, look at me. Oi. Oh, you're the She-Hulk now. Oh, would you like to move this furniture for me? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you settle down to find yourself a nice boy? <laughs> but first, can you lift this couch? My back hurts. 
But first, you gotta, you know, green it up. <laughs> green it up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it. I like I said, I, I'm enjoying the series now. Is like I can't wait for more. I'm super excited, you know, for for it, and I'm. I can't wait. Is this it? I think this is it. Uh, I was looking at through TikTok, and there was a commercial or an, a TikTok ad. And you know that there's a phone number that you can call to the lawyer's office. It's an 800 number. Mm-hmm. I called it. Did you? Uh-huh. I called it. I think this is it. Let me just... Uh... Hi. You've reached the Superhuman Law Division at GLKNH. Okay, this time, recorded as She-Hulk. What? Yep, Wait, yep. You know they can't see me, right? Ah, uh, okay, whatever. Yes! Your call is very important to us. Our... Oh, Take your call at this time, but please stay on the line to hear about our services here at GLK&H. <laughs> Have you been fined for thousands of dollars worth of damage to the city you were trying to protect? <laughs> Did you accidentally create a sentient robot who got the feels and tried to destroy the world? Maybe you're an Asgardian god who leaves a giant burning imprint on private property every time you arrive on Earth. Woo-hoo. I know who she's talking about. We've got your back. Our associates at the Superhuman Law Division of GLKH will fight for your rights to fight for everyone else's rights because that's what superheroing is all about. Wait, what? But don't take my word for it. Here's some testimonials from our satisfied clients. And, and then this is where we include the clients. Right? Yeah, like with their photo next to once again, phone line. They can't see us. That's great. Of course, it's going to play again. It's in a loop. But <laughs> I was—I I saw the TikTok. And I'm like, today I wonder. And I was like, right away, it's one—it's one eight seven seven She Hulk. Just for the people, for the people at home, <laughs> if you want to have it, listen to you hear yourself. <laughs> like eight seven seven She Hulk. <laughs> I was like, oh, that is so cute, so adorable. I love. I think the show's great. I do also think that's a little too short. I have a question. Yeah. And this is we're just talking here, two guys who watch a show, right? Right. I feel like, well, they're bringing in Matt Murdock. They're bringing in the Daredevil, right? right? But they're bringing the Daredevil in a yellow and red outfit, right? Right. I, hear me out on this one. How do we know? That the Mer- Matt Murdock, that's in this show, and it's in the six one six universe with Spider Man and all that, is the same Daredevil that we know from his own TV show on Netflix. Ah. See, I'm not saying I'm not saying that they're blatantly going to split the two up, mm. but you got him in the red uniform. He's a little bit way little. He's a little bit more serious in, in that show. And to bring him into what is essentially a comedy half hour comedy show mm. as a character. I don't know if it's going to translate. Don't get me wrong. I think he's a great actor, and I think that he fits perfect. He, he's a great Daredevil. But I don't know if it's going to be the same Daredevil from the TV show, the his original show. Like, they can get away with it now. Because technically, it's, you know, fucking um, a multiverse. They've, they've established that. They've established that Pete's from the 616. What, what? You know? <laughs> 
And that maybe that Daredevil, because there were no other superheroes in that universe except for Iron Fist, uh-huh. um, Jessica Jones, and Luke Cage. Right. There was they've never they mentioned like some other peripheral things that have happened. Mm-hmm. You know that might have linked them to the overall Marvel universe, like the uh, the incident in New York. Mm-hmm. But that could have happened in multiple verses. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe that this Daredevil that we're about to be introduced to. Isn't and the one we actually saw in No Way Home is the same Daredevil from the TV show. Okay, I'm gonna put it this way. Okay, okay. All right. <laughs> Sean, you're both full of shit. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's, fair. it's fair. It's fair. It's fair. I just said I'm, I'm being Mister like, oh, how cool would that be, huh? Because mm. you know, there's a bunch of fanboys out there who are diehard Daredevil fans because of the show. That's it, not because of the comic book. And they're like, oh, stupid fucking outfit. It was originally yellow and red, so fuck you. Right. You know, was, so was, you're putting him in his original outfit, and maybe it's new guy. Look, there's there's two points I'm gonna I'm gonna uh-huh. bring up type uh-huh. of thing. So I'm gonna do like six degrees of kind of separ- separation in a way, or, or six degrees. All right. of like six degrees of Daredevil. Daredevil. Here we go. All right. Um, Daredevil was with Happy Hogan uh-huh. in Spider-Man: uh, No Way Home. Right. Was Which, Happy Hogan there? Oh, right, right, right. Because he was Happy Hogan. He he's, was, he's in charge of right. the... Right, he's in charge of Iron Man. But he also played Foggy in the, what do you call it, uh, the Ben Affleck, the ben Affleck, Affleck, Affleck movie. Yeah, uh-huh. yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But I, he was Happy Hogan in No Way Home. Right, right, right. Which Charlie Hart- Cox was in the same uh-huh. scene, basically, right. as Daredevil or Matt Murdock, uh-huh. as, you, as you would... You know, want to correctly put yes, it. Yes, mm-hmm. and so, yes. So, so that's one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now there yes. is a trailer. You have to think. You have to look for these trailers because mm-hmm. there's trailers. Okay. There's a yes. trailer. It shows you the difference between the red costume and the yellow costume Ooh, in does. the trailer. Mm-hmm. So, so mm-hmm. I think that the guy who's playing it's, it's uh, Charlie Cox. Charlie and, Cox. I yeah, think, yeah, I think he's going to be. Yes. 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 Because yes, <laughs> he's actually going to be in the next episode. So. Oh, I did not know that. Hey, yeah. Thank you. I feel like so, I'm doing my Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> mm, yes. Yes. Mm. <laughs> Really? Mm. Yeah, I see that. Mm. I can't wait. That's How so interesting. Interesting. Mm. Yes, yes. What do you say this, Ed? Maybe you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I could be. I, just, <laughs> I don't think so. Mm. I know I'm not. Mm. <laughs> interesting. Interesting. Hmm. I see what you're going with that, Ed. Mm. We're going to have to find out next week, I think folks, I, whether who's I right or wrong. We're going to find out. <laughs> Which one was wrong? Now, uh, okay, think- now, um, what's his face being flown away off in the, into the spaceship? The Sakaar spaceship? Yeah. Planet Hulk. I'm just going to call that. I'm just going to put it out there. <laughs> it is a long pause. Um, hear me out, Ed. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sakaar is the planet that mm-hmm. you found him on in Thor um, Ragnarok, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, during that time, he was there for quite some time, right, right, yeah, right? All right. What if, just not for nothing, what if he has a child? Because there is, Hulk does have a kid in the Marvel Universe that is half Scarian, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, what if he's going out there to find something and he finds his son out there? Bring that kid in, because they're supposed to be, supposed to be, Ed. Again, not for nothing. I think they're supposed to be, they're gearing up for a World War Hulk. <laughs> I think they, I think, <laughs> I think they're too late for that. I really do. I mean, if they got Professor Hulk or Smart Hulk or whatever you want to call him, you know, type of thing, <laughs> right. I think that ship has Bruce. sailed. He prefers Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name. <laughs> Bruce Hulk, I guess. All right. Bruce Hulk. No, just Bruce Banner. He's just big and green. He's smart now. 
He's Smart Hulk. Right. That's why I keep calling him. I keep calling him Smart Hulk. Kind of, you know. I think they call him Professor Hulk or something like that. Big on brains and big on muscles. <laughs> New this fall on CBS. <laughs> 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 I mean, I mean that's the only thing. That's the only critique I could say about She Hulk is that they kind of made Smart Hulk a little wussy. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm trying to. I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to get the SUV thing out of my head where he's trying to stop Jessica Walters from moving. Out, and I'm thinking maybe he doesn't want to hurt her, and that's why he's not trying as hard, kind of thing. But I mean, he did use two SUVs as gauntlet in the Incredible Hulk. So you right. got you got to take that for you know. Like, well, I I think that when here's okay. If we need to go to the psyche about the about Bruce Banner and the Hulk, um, I feel like they've never really touched on the fact that, based on comic book, Hulk and Bruce are two different entities. Mm-hmm. With Jennifer, she is one person. Mm-hmm. Hulk is two people. Mm-hmm. So that is why you know Bruce never really remembered what happened with the Hulk, and the Hulk doesn't really you know he. That's why the two of them don't get along. And apparently, the reason why he turns on the Hulk, besides the gamification, is that he had a lot of trauma as a child. That caused him to have a split personality mm. that he's never really addressed and never really was, you know, analyzed by. Mm. Or maybe it was and never, but now it's manifested itself into the Hulk persona, mm. which might have happened in childhood, but now what he's it, it, the gamma radiation helped that along. Mm. Jennifer never had that problem, which is why she can easily flow in and out and kind of remember everything. Where mm. Bruce doesn't, he had to come to some sort of agreement, which in a way, had to find a find a way to work with that fractured part of him to become a whole being again. To maybe that's the reason why he's the smart Hulk now. Mm. Maybe, just maybe. I mean, I don't know. Like, I'm not this guy who's writing the stuff. You know, mm. maybe there's somebody out there way smarter than I am. Going, I might have something. That might be a good, might be a good analogy. So, like, I think that this this was Hulk, if you like to say, is just a marriage between the two of them. That he doesn't want to hurt Jenner. It's his fa- it's it's his cousin. Like, why would he want to purposely? hurt her mm. I think that maybe if he really like if the two of them really went at it maybe you'd see a different side of him yeah. you know I feel like that you don't see that side of the Hulk because there's a a, a balance there mm. that you know yeah I can let you out however I have to have control of the brain part because without the brain part you're just a big lumbering Hulk <laughs> you're like, oh, I get the name now you know <laughs> <laughs> so how about we do this how about you can be partly out and i'll be partly out but i want from the neck up and you can have from the neck down how's that right. you know you can be you can be big green whatever not even a, kind of a, not even a solid green anymore it's more like a grayish green right. you know it's a little bit of a combination of the two of us and we can still do things together we can still be a f- functional society you know and to be like oh sorry here let me sign that for you kid go ahead don't forget <laughs> say your prayers take your vitamins who knows you might be as big as Hulk if you get a shot of gamma radiation <laughs> don't it's, it'll harm, it's harmful kids I'm just kidding please don't cancel me <laughs> you know I mean so I think that that softer tamer Hulk like I think he's needed and I think he's one because you know you got Mark Ruffalo you let, let the actor act right. and I think people don't want to see that because they just want to see Hulk smash Hulk smash Hulk smashing is fucking boring. I, that's the way I feel about it. Uh, him just running around breaking things. Yeah, it's cool and all, but you're not really... It's like watching the fights in Rocky. They're choreographed, and you're like, you know who's going to win. Right. You know, there's no like, oh my God. Like, I always kind of like, so let him act. 
like maybe get him mad for like him. I'll be like, you know, you don't get me angry. You wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> wink, wink to the audience, you know. And then he gets mad. He goes, and then snaps into like me Hulk mad, me break car in face, you know. <laughs> me bust cap in ass. Oh boy! You know, <laughs> me treat you like slingshot and throw you round moon. <laughs> I will bend your spine, throw you round sun, make you go back in time, so I can smack you ass as a child. <laughs> Have fun. See you in minus thirty years. <laughs> Hulk doesn't work that way. Me Hulk. Me don't know. Me dumb. As soon as you throw him to the sun, he's going to burn up. Oh, well. <laughs> That's my favorite part. Like, you go through yeah. <laughs> Me, Hulk, no, he probably dead the moment I snap him to his spine. But, you know, goals. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Hulk mad. Him go fro. <laughs> Don't fro like ragdoll. <laughs> I'm going to see if I can. Hulk, see if he can get the spin on. Like, get the curve, like wiffle ball. <laughs> Crush him up, break his bones into a ball, and then throw him. <laughs> <coughs> Play catch with Dog Hulk. <laughs> dog Hulk. <laughs> There's no Dog Hulk. Yeah, him, him, they're right there. Little Chihuahua gets real mad. <laughs> Turns into a bull massive. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, son! Uh, hey, what else did you do, Ed? Um, oh, I finished. Uh, I finally finished. Sandman. Oh. Uh, the Sandman. <laughs> Thank you for the very believe <laughs> shit. Your pause. I finally finished the Sandman. <laughs> I. Uh, it took a while. I'll be honest. It was it, you know because I was. I think it was. Well, I see you saw Sip on Wednesday. I finished episode eight because he was like, oh, because I was like, pause it when he was coming in. Right, and, right, right. And I was like, oh, you know, and then he, he's like, you can finish it, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, all right. So, because I don't. <laughs> right. The moment you do that, if he's never seen a single episode, he'd be like, what's this? Who's that? That looks stupid. What about that? <laughs> we didn't say anything. He, right. It was only like, it's only like 10 minutes left of the, of the episode and not really oh, okay. 10. I got some more credit rolls. And then, uh, and then, and then it was like the there was only really two more episodes. There's another extra episode. There's an that, extra episode they dropped after the after you thought the series was done. There was like, oh, there's one more episode. It's, it's an animated episode. It's half animated. It's half animated. It's, it's actually two episodes in one. Okay. Right. the uh, The second half of the episode is called Calliope. I, I didn't. I, I I I didn't get through. Like I finished. I finished the ten. I was like, <sighs> done. And then I started watching the one, and I was kind of getting <laughs> the animated one's a little weird. Not gonna lie. Yeah, because it's like it's it started out with like two cats, and I'm like, and then it was going up the stairs, and I'm like, it look, it's looking down. I'm like, I don't think I can watch this. <laughs> like, I yeah, oh, it's not scary. It's basically, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you, the cats are going to see another cat, a Siamese cat, talking to the public, kind of like a, a public forum, mm-hmm. because this cat, uh, when she was, um, she had ch- kids and kittens, and their owners. The male owner took the kittens and threw them into the river and killed them. Yeah. She was very angry and very bitter, and she fell asleep one time, and she had this dream where she went to go see the, the cat king, so to speak, mm. which is the Sandman. Um, but it's not him. It's him in cat form. And he basically tells her of the, actually, believe it or not, 
cats ruled the world. They were giant. They were huge. And human beings were as small like mice and that they, you know, they did everything for us. They cleaned us. They fed us. And when we got tired with them, we chased them down the tree. Like, basically very like, oh, cats were, you know, we... They, we treated humans like shit, and every once in a while we kill them because we were hungry or mm. they're assholes or not. But then one day someone realized that the humans all of a sudden started talking amongst themselves, and they felt like that if they could, they kind of dreamt this new reality into existence of human beings are the ones who are ruling the earth, and that cats are their playthings, and blah blah blah. Mm. And she's telling, she's going out from city to city, place to place, encouraging cats to dream of the time when they were back being rulers because if they can dream it into reality, then we'd all be back to where we are and fuck the humans. Mm. It's basically it and it ends with the little kitten in bed and the, the family's like, oh, look, I wonder what he's thinking about. And she's like, ah, like you can clearly see that, that that kitten's pretending, dreaming about tearing apart a human being. <laughs> <laughs> the second one, the second half, it's, it's Calliope. Um, and it's like a it's like a little spinoff story because it happened in, in the comic books. Um, it's that's a really good story. You could probably you know I don't want to spoil that one for you because I think that one's pretty decent. It's a little different than the comic book, but still on par with the theme of the actual story. Who Calliope is and right. what her story is. So right. I, I fast forward through the cartoon part because I just told you everything about it. It is it's a little hard to digest. Cause you're like. What's this got to do with anything? And it's kind of like it. Well, it's the same. It's like the other stories. It's like like some of it didn't like the the one the one scene. There, like I enjoyed it all. Don't get me wrong. Like right. I enjoyed. It. But to me, it was like what threw me off was there was the the scene where he basically grants a human being eternal life. You know, right, in, right, in, right, in, right. In, the, in the series, you know, kind of thing. And every hundred years, they have to meet at right. this pub. Right. And, I, and then after a while, I'm like, how's this pub still in business? <laughs> for right. Like, right. Uh-huh. For like. For like 500 years or whatever it was I'm well, like, it's, an, it's an english pub so that's possible <laughs> you know i'm like i'm like i'm like i'm like i don't think there's where we go there's a one place that was down around since the what do you call it the bar house or now it's now as a show. there's a place on oxford uh go local uh ron and oxford ave there's a little stone building uh, that's been around since uh, what do you call it uh the revolutionary war it's all stone yeah so I mean, it's possible. It's well, two hundred years. It's been three restaurants. And since I've. It doesn't matter. It's still okay. That that pub that that guy went to over the course of five hundred years changed hands a few times. <laughs> I'm sure it did. But it's just, it just funny to me that like it's been a bar like, every time. Right. Like, it's been a pub every single time. time right. Sure. Yeah. I I I liked that story because it's not really about the guy. Like the it's more about. What's his, uh, Morpheus learning to like human beings, mm, basically? Yeah. You know, like trying to having a friend right. and realizing that maybe who they are, because it makes him the speech that he has is that without them, we're nothing part, I think, a little bit more acceptable. Okay. You know, I think that's where that story, the, the story, the audio portion that I saw, I heard of that trial of audacity was really, really good. Like it went through it, it there, the series did make some choices that were different than the comic book but again the comic book's 30 years old so a lot of the sensibility of that like you know in the show or wouldn't translate well in the show mm. but translated fine back then mm. so i feel like that like you know the calliope story in specific they, they made some quite a few number of changes solely based upon trying to modernize it and I was like, well, we have to, because what happened, what the, her story is in the, 30 years ago is completely different. Mm. It was completely different time, completely different mindset, and you have to kind of update it for the 
masses, nice. I would say. Uh, all right, so did you, you enjoyed it, right? Oh, yeah, I enjoyed the series. Like I said, it's a slow burn, so it's right. if you're watching it, you know, prepare yourself. Right, it's, like, a, it's a drama. You can't sit through this thing on a weekend no, and I, get I, through I, it and go, oh, I finished, it was great. You there know, are multiple of, times where I've nodded off and I was like, oh, I'll just finish this one tomorrow. Like yeah. the, the final episode, I was like, it's episode 10, I was like, fell asleep halfway through. I'm like, I don't really think I need to finish that one. I'm like, no, no, I, I feel like I do. Let me, I owe it to myself to finish it off. Right. And I was, you know... I didn't, did not, I really enjoyed it. I was like, I think it's pretty good. I'm hoping there's a season two because there's a little bit of a controversy whether or not it's going to be, you know, get a second season in Netflix. But Neil Gaiman said, regardless of whatever happens, there can be a second season just somewhere else. Right. You know, so I'm like, all right, what else did you do, Ed? Uh, finally, the only thing was today, actually, uh, a friend of the show, Dave Sipon, gave me a television. Uh, oh, you know, okay, it's right. a 4K television, right. and uh, I it sat on my in my <laughs> utility room for over a week because I didn't have a remote. Like I sure right, right, right. Type of thing. So I actually found it on Amazon and found a remote for it. The okay. actual it's a Sony remote. I because uh-huh. there was two different ones, and they're like kind of the same. One has a Sony name, one does it. But you're going. Oh, it's got it's got Sony names on the TV, right? Yeah, yeah so you get the goddamn Sony remote, remote right? <laughs> I'll so pay a little extra bucks for that. that say it. It's like twelve bucks more for the for the Sony remote. Worth it, worth it. That's, that's right. Because I'm thinking, my miles miles will go all way. Sure, you know, that type of thing. So I I, I finally dragged them because I mean this they're just bulky. They're not really heavy. They're just bulky. You know, right, they're, right. They're not so, heavy anymore. They're so, just kind of big. Especially, just awkward. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just finally connected it today and i've been running through some of the pace i haven't gone through the video games yet right yet, right but, uh, that should be this week hopefully i'm gonna well, i mean so, you have a ps4 so it's gonna be okay you know, i was saying like there's i have nothing 4k ish other than the tv hey, right it's, right it's not like it's not like oh my god the picture clarity is so much right, better right. Yeah, like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> i'll like, bring my ps5 over <laughs> make you jealous like hey, look at this <laughs> the audience is now deaf <laughs> Because I've because I've done that like with 4K because like like right. people go well what's the what's not 4K with uh, HD uh, 1080p right versus you know like the regular <laughs> the standard 720p <laughs> even before that like because oh, so, some because oh, I've right. got two televisions I'm like they're like oh blah 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 and I'm like here and I and I had two I had a DVD right. and a Blu-ray of uh-huh. the the Dark Knight uh huh. Yeah, the dark right. and the beginning scene, and I'm like, I'm like, look at this, and this look is, at this, and then look at this, and it's like, <gasps> and it's it's a huge difference. You know? It's like, like I, when you when you hear the Tyrannosaurus Rex scream in Jurassic Park on high def, you're like, yeah. wow, oh my god, it shook the walls. Oh my god, this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Yes, yeah, so I guess that's all. so. My first piece, I guess, of 4K. It's Good, he's, he's got the 4K TV, folks. <laughs> that's he's the, one step. He's like a couple more steps away from really like whoa. <laughs> and dipping his toe into the 21st century <laughs> didn't cause me. 22 anything. years later, <laughs> <laughs> didn't cause me anything. So I finally right. did it. You know, right? He dipped his toe into the 21st century. Good job, Ed. <laughs> so yeah. Right, so right. that was it. How about you? Like, I mean. Um, I, I'll be honest. I really didn't do much. One hundred percent honest. Um, I did get some small pleasure out of my job by yelling at a person, a guest. <laughs> okay. Uh, this happened last week. I meant to bring it up last week, but I'm going to bathe in the joy of retelling the story a week later because I love this story. Very rarely do I get to yell at somebody right. for doing something in my store and feel completely one hundred percent justified in doing it and being like, "Shame on you, person." Mm. I had this family come in. It's it's three older women, 
right? Of of definitely Russian um, uh, flavor. Speaking Russian, they you know have the accents and all, and they brought their grandsons in, right? All right. And grandsons buy a pack of um, a big pack of Pokemon cards. You know, it's like fifteen bucks, right? Whatever. What? little man. Put that shit in right. So they pay, you know, and and you know they they don't struggle with any of the language. They know what they're saying, and I can understand them. So there's no language barrier. Mm-hmm. But you know they have their very heavy accents. So that's why I knew what nationality they they mm-hmm. come from. So about I don't know twenty minutes later, half hour later, one of the women comes back trying to return the Pokemon cards because. The kid decided he didn't want them, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the thing, Ed. They're clearly opened. What the little shit did was he opened it, realized he didn't get the card he wanted, and said, I don't want this now. And that's what he went. That's what. And so she thought she could just return it. And I was like, ma'am, you cannot return that. I don't care that you have the receipt. You're not returning it. It's an open pack of Pokemon cards. I'm sorry, but no. Well,. Um, some kid will buy I'm like nobody's gonna buy that well some boy will buy that I'm like would you buy it for your would you, would you buy it for him and nothing and I'm like you can't return it sorry man get out <laughs> damn I was like I'm sorry ma'am I'm like I cannot return that product no one's gonna buy that product well he didn't want it then you should have thought about that before you bought that right you before know? you opened it right before you opened it he opened it therefore I'm not returning it don't care ma'am I don't care because it was ripped open. And I'm like, he didn't want the card that he thought was going to be in there. And he's trying to get one over on you saying now he doesn't want it. Mm. I'm not allowing it. He Today he learns a lesson, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of like looked at me like almost appalled. And I'm like, I'm sorry, ma'am. You purchased it. You opened it. If it was not opened, I would have gladly returned it. Clearly, it's rope ripped open. I know it didn't. I know it didn't walk out of this. You know why? Because I sold it to you. Right. It'd be different if you came back tomorrow and be like, "Oh, I bought it. It looked like this." I didn't say that, but in my head, I'm going, like, "No, ma'am, no, get out!" <laughs> like just. And I, she laughed, and I was like, "That felt really good." <laughs> I felt like, because <sighs> I was kind of having kind of not a shitty day that day, but it was definitely like she her my cup ran it over, and I was able to be like. I have legitimate reason to yell at this woman. Yeah. And I'm taking it. Taking my shot, Ed. Taking it. Um, so I'm like, oh, I love that day. It was a good, it was a good day. <laughs> Babe. That it. was a good day. Oh, it was the a good glory. day. Just sat back, leaned back on the counter and went, oh, I needed that. And my day just turned around. Like, it just, oh, all the stress just seemed to have gone away. It was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched a movie last night. Yeah. Samaritan. Oh, with, uh, with Sylvester Stallone. Stallone. Wow. It's a it's a Amazon Prime movie where Sylvester Stallone plays a superhero. Now, I probably you're probably gonna want me to spoil this for you. Uh-huh. I there is a twist in the in the movie. Okay. A twist. Right. I knew that twist the first thirty seconds of the movie. <laughs> okay. Here's how it opens. You know what? I should tell you to go... F- if you have Amazon Prime, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, I would say you should go open this in the opening scene. You know, or, or put it on thing. Because the movie itself wasn't horrible. Um, but it was interesting. It had, like, the MGM logo on it. I'm like, oh, that's right. You're owned by Amazon now. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and I'm like, I wonder if this... 
I'm like, this movie never would have made theater. It never just wouldn't. It wasn't that good of a movie. Mm. Um, it was interesting. It was an interesting premise. I kind of liked it. Um, it's going over to his prime. Um, it's there's a. It tells a story of who. It's two bad guys: Nemesis and Samaritan. All right, mm-hmm. and there is a thing that links the two of them together. And the moment I found that, the moment they said that link, I went, "This is this is where the movie. This is. I'm calling it now." Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> 13-year-old Sam Clary, Jason Wana Walton. Oh, yeah, well, that's uh, he's if anybody watches Euphoria, he plays Ashtray. Okay. The kid who doesn't really talk. But when you see his face, if you've seen Euphoria, you go, "Oh, I know that kid." Suspects that his mysterious reclusive neighbor, Mr. Smith, Sylvester Stallone, is actually the legendary vigilante Samaritan who was reported dead 25 years. I mean, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Takes, it takes a second because right. the, the new thing. Um, okay, so it's a, the, 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 the reported put dead, dead 25, 25 years, years ago. ago. With crime on the rise in the city of the brick of chaos, Sam makes his mission to coax his neighbor out of hiding to save the city from ruin. All right. All right, so that's the right. premise That's of the it. premise of it. Here we go, kid. Right? I don't know if you were here in the background, but <clears throat> Ed's going to crank it up. Oh, look, it's an ad. Skip that ad, Ed. No one wants to see Transylvania, Hotel Transylvania 3. Oh, look, there's a smile. Amazon original. <laughs> Ed, we're doing, we're doing some comedy over it. <laughs> All right, so here's the MGM logo. For those people who never knew, it is art for art's sake. That's what's above the lion's head in Aris Grata Artis. <laughs> All right. All right, here you go. Oh, MGM? Presents. Uh-huh. A Balboa, Balboa production. production. <laughs> hey, yo, I put my own money into this. <laughs> hey, buddy, I never get to Julius play a superhero, Abraham. but I'll be a superhero. Many years ago, uh-huh.
use me. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Sumerian. That doesn't look like him. He's wearing the mask on. <laughs> oh, fight. Alright, you can stop it. So basically, it's the brother comes back and uh, he's got to defeat him. Or. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> it's not Samaritan live next door to his brother, it's Nemesis. Ding, 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 ding! <laughs> the moment I heard the twin brothers, I went. It's Nemesis. <laughs> now, I'm by myself. Stacy's asleep at this point, And I'm watching it. And I'm like... I hear the well, twin brothers. I was like, it's Nemesis. It ain't Samaritan. It's, it's, Samaritan died. And I, it, I needed the twin brother part. Oh, the twin brothers. <laughs> they said it twice. <laughs> you know, twin brothers were this. And then at the end, the twins did this. And I'm like, right there, twice. Twins. I'm like... It's Nemesis. It's not. It's it's not Samaritan. Kids are gonna think it's Samaritan, and, and you know. And there are, and throughout the movie, there are moments because you know he's the gruff old guy. I don't want to be bothered. Blah blah blah. You know, and something happens to him where he you know gets you know ran over by a car, and the kid's like, oh my god, and he kind of comes back. He's like, I knew it. You know, are you okay? And he's like, fuck no. Like, <laughs> so he you know and he brings it back to the apartment. And he's, t- you know, and but he's, there's a rage inside of him, yeah. inside of Sylvester Stallone's character, like Joe, his name. And I'm like, it's Nemesis. I mean, <laughs> I, I knew, as soon as I heard twins, I'm like, it's going to be Nemesis. Samaritan died. He feels guilty about it. Goes undercover and hides, right? Now the kids who thinks he's Samaritan is going to fucking try to coax him out to do good. Because what happens is Nemesis and Samaritan's helmets you know, masks are in the police and the hammer is in, in the evidence locker. Yeah. And there's a guy who was a kid back then who idolizes Nemesis, right? Yeah. Who wants to try to finish what Nemesis started. So one of the big plans is to break into the police, you know, the, the evidence room, to steal Nemesis's mask and, and the hammer, the hammer right. right? It's got all this rage. It's very powerful. And also, by the way, in the story, the hammer is the only thing that can hurt Samaritan. Okay. And only thing that could hurt Nemesis. Right. Just putting it out there. Right. So the guy gets the face mask, you know, the mask and the hammer, and he's like, you know, he gets pretty much think um, Mad Max kind of look feel to yeah. the guy, and you know, the city who was think Gotham City in right. a way. Right. They're all like, yeah, fuck the people. We're gonna, you know, burn this town to the ground. We're gonna take back blah 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 because that's what Nemesis was supposed to stand for, right? So now the kid who now knows that his neighbor is who thinks he thinks is the good guy, right? He's like, you know, like he he's trying, you know, they're just kind of friends at that moment. And this bad guy is coming up on the rise. And of course, every news article, you kind of see things. And I'm like, I was like, it's, it's fucking Nemesis. I know it's Nemesis. And he has like a nightmare of the night that him and his brother are fighting. I'm like, it's Nemesis. Come on, come on. I'm not fucking stupid, right? <laughs> so there's a right? there's there's That's debatable. But go ahead. Well, I mean, I I mean, look, I've seen enough movies to know the moment I hear twins, there's a twist, right? Right? I'm like, 
So there's a moment. I should make you fast forward to it, but it's because it's it's Sylvester Sloan did delivers. It's probably one of the most rockiest one. Like just, I'll do the best I can to to mimic it. All right. So our bad guy has the mask. And he has the kid kidnapped uh-huh. because he wants to bring out now the whole city now knows that Samaritan's alive, right? Mm. So now he's holding the kid hostage to bring Samaritan out of retirement to come get the kid so he can kill him. That way he was meant to do that, right? You're like, all right. Guy has the hammer. You know, Samaritan Joe comes barreling in through with a, with a what do you call it, um... A trash truck because he's a garbage guy now, mm. and he fixes things too. He's like a little tinkerer, you know. It helps him focus, you know, on you know who he used to be versus now. He drives this truck through the opening, you know, to this you know warehouse, which is a power plant, by the way. Mm. And he starts, you know, kicking ass and you know taking names. And then the guy who's who's has the nemesis mask and the hammer, he's like. You know, oh, I'm going to finish what I, you know, he should have started. How dare you, you know, do this? And and Balboa's like, I'm not him. You got it all wrong. And finally he goes, you know, he takes a swing and he grabs the hammer with his hand. He's like, I'm the bad guy. <laughs> and then starts punching away at people, right? And I'm like, and it's meant to be like a da da da. And I'm like, fucking called it within 10 seconds of the movie. <laughs> I'm like, Worst reveal ever. You should have just kept it dead silent. You could never have told the story of Samaritan and how they were twin brothers. You could have said brothers. You didn't have to say they were twin brothers. But the moment... You didn't even have to say they were fucking related. You could have just said good guy, bad guy. Maybe I never would have figured it out that, oh, it's the bad guy. But the moment you said that they were twins, I went, well, no one knows what they look like in the first place. Why is that so fucking important? Right? And, like, and at the end of the movie, they have like, you know... During the big fight scene, and the they had the big fight scene between the two brothers back 25 years ago. So they had to de-age Sylvester to, you know, his, I'm going to call it his, um, uh, his beard error. Like, yeah, okay. you know, he had the, yeah. the beard in, you know, um, uh, what's it called? Nighthawks. Yeah. You know, that, that, you know, I'm not Rocky, clean shaven Rocky Balboa. I'm gruff cop, you know, Sylvester yeah. Stallone. Yeah. So he had that kind of look. Still looked a little old, but they kind of did like a, a dark thing in color with fire and he made it, you kind of, if you squint really hard, he might look young. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But I'm um, like, I'm watching and I didn't hate the movie. I'll be honest. I didn't hate it. I found it entertaining as a, made for TV movie. That's how I thought it was. It was definitely like a, hey, you got streaming. We got a new, you know, Sylvester Sloan. He plays a superhero. He kind of plays a supervillain, but, you know, in the end, he does the right thing, kind of, like you expected him to do, because, you know, kids involved, (laughs) you know, and and you're like, all right, but the moment he's like, I'm the bad guy, I'm like, (laughs) I'm like looking around the room going, this ain't no shocker. Like, Stacy's asleep. Rip the dogs asleep. They're both. It's it's like twelve o'clock at night, and I'm the only one going. Who didn't know this? <laughs> I push pause to argue at the TV, going, "Well, duh." <laughs> I was like, I called that shit in the first ten seconds of the show. <laughs> like, that's the best part. <laughs> You're arguing with nobody. I'm arguing with nobody. I'm going, who the fuck didn't see that? Like, I was like, I'm the bad guy. Pause. No shit. 
<laughs> I can't wait to talk about this tomorrow. I specifically watched this movie just so I could talk about it. I didn't know there was this gem of a thing going to happen. I thought it was going to be just kind of like a... It ain't Haddock. Haddock. Hancock? Hancock. It ain't, you know, the Will Smith movie. You know, he's not the surly hero, superhero. He's just, I'm like, oh, he was the bad guy the whole time. Oh. Shocker. Who, who knew that was coming? The thing the thing that always got to me was I thought it was a sequel to... <laughs> you thought it was a sequel to what? <laughs> I can think of the movie now. Demolition Man. <laughs> <laughs> Why would you think a sequel to Because they called Rocky Semester's character was the Samaritan. They did? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't. <laughs> they did. There was a scene in the movie. Uh, I think it's the one the the cop demolition man, right? Yeah. All right. I, did they call him? It was American. I think that was that was his name. I think I'm, I could be wrong. Okay, I, I, I know. Wrong. Demolition man. Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> he played John Spartan. Spartan. Okay, not Samaritan. <laughs> Spartan Samaritan. I mean, okay, John Spartan. I'm like, close. All right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, I'm, uh, I'm the big guy. Fuck, I wish I could do. Fuck, I should have had you pause it and so I could fast forward to that part. <laughs> Movie's like an hour and a half, but when he, he delivers two what I would call like classic one-liners. Like uh, he shoves a bomb in someone's you know chest. And as it blows up, he's walking out of the room going, have a blast. And boom. <laughs> like, you know. And I'm like, classic 80s action flick right there. And I'm like, I mean, because he didn't have, he was kind of snarky because he was he's the ba- a bad guy. Right. You know, so he didn't really, he wasn't the most sweetest of personalities. So, and when he does, like, he's walking out of the room, big exposure, have a blast. It was like, ah, I got that. Like, way to go. But it was already after the, I'm the bad guy. I'm like, game's... All bets are off, folks. <laughs> Spin that 80s action wheel and let him have all the one-liners. Like, I'm just in it for the ride, folks. Just, it's a fun ride, but it ain't. It, it's it's definitely a ride. You need to be this tall to ride. It's just kind of... <laughs> visual aid on a, right. on a podcast. Well, once you go, Spot. you need to be this tall. <laughs> everyone gets a little... Everyone can visualize a little, you know, ruler. <laughs> you got to be this tall to ride the ride. <laughs> Stand on your tippy-toe, kids. <laughs> Visual gag on a podcast. <laughs> That's yeah, That's we, the kind of humor we bring to you. <laughs> Prime A comedy, folks. Um, like I said, I didn't think the movie was horrible. It was just, there was like little moments like, uh, all right. Like if you would, like I said, I really think that if you would take out that little story in the beginning where you had to make them brothers, like I guess it's just going to be mean, more meaningful. Because if, if you don't have Amazon Prime or, or don't care to watch this movie, right. it wasn't like there was, it was, it was kind of like that retroscoping type of thing where they had like a live action scene, but it was cartooned well, over. Well, like, that's just over. the opening scene because it, right. it, so, does, it does go to like a regular movie movie type. Right, you see, which, which, which I kind of get because that's, right. you know, they always do that kind of setup. But the idea is, is that they didn't show them. So it wasn't like they were getting Right, they like, both have masks on. And I'm sitting there going, why did you have to tell them that they were twin brothers at this moment they both have masks on you know you could have just been like nemesis and Samaritan, and they're fighting and over the course of time you could have maybe found out that they were twin brothers like you gave them the origin story of these guys before the movie you could have a better writer 
I would say maybe would have fleshed that out and been like, let's not tell them that they were twin brothers. I you know? I haven't seen <laughs> it. Especially, especially when the villain's name is Nemesis. Well, I mean, we, we yeah, got yeah, smarter. We, we got this good guy. Uh, yeah, he, yeah, needs, yeah. he needs a nemesis. What should we call him? Nemesis. Have, have a nemesis. <laughs> this is the reason why you're an Oscar winner, uh, Rock. I mean, you know, Sly is okay. You can call me Rock. A lot of people do. <laughs> it's better than Rambo or Oscar. Hey, yeah. people seen that movie. <laughs> Snaps prevalent. <laughs> Go see Oscar. It's worth it's a, a great movie. <laughs> you a <I'm> Oscar? <laughs> Actually, the only thing his name was, no, Oscar. was Oscar. It was Snaps prevalent. <laughs> Oscar was the name of the kid who was trying to marry Snaps. What do you call it, daughter? Yes. <laughs> Hey. Provolone. <laughs> Snaps Provolone. That's me. Um, <laughs> but I just felt like you didn't have to, like, watching this, the moment you mentioned that, any smart viewer who's mm. seen movies like this go, oh, it's, there's going to be a twist, and the twist is going to be this. Because you, you tee it up so nice. And then I would have been more disappointed if you found out that it was Samaritan. You know, like, I would have been more like, oh, it really was him? Fuck, that kind of sucks. Why? What's the build-up? Why'd you make him twin brothers? But the moment you make him twin brothers, you go, it's the bad one. <laughs> like, you just go... <laughs> the good one didn't make it. The good one didn't make it, and he went underground, and he's always felt guilty about it, and he does, and, you know... But I felt like if you would have taken out that story in the beginning, and maybe, like, over time you find out that, you know, that Nemesis and him were brothers, you know, maybe you didn't have to be twin brothers. didn't even have to be twin, because you saw them in masks, you know... <laughs> You could have just said he was my brother, and this is what happened to us. And you could have given his origin story, as you know, the kid like maybe didn't. I know think it. I think if you, they drop the twin part like later in the movie, kind of right. thing, that'd be like, <gasps> you know, like kind right. of thing, like but not without actually saying that I'm the bad guy. Right. You're going, oh my god, like you figured it out, but like within right, you know, right. five like, minutes I'm, or whatever. Like there's she, they're at his house or his hotel room or apartment or whatever, and they steal these pictures and like. Do you have any pictures of your brother? Yeah, you said we were there. Yeah, like, right yeah, there. Yeah, but we were twins. <gasps> really? Yeah, he, he was twins. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when you go, oh my God, it's the wrong one. Like, Get maybe, off. Well, no, at that point you go, well, I wonder how weird would it be if maybe it's the bad brother, not the good one. Yeah. And then when he does like do the I'm the bad guy, you're going, oh my God. Right. I'm like, maybe, maybe, maybe. I mean, you actually had to have Sylvester Stallone go, I'm the bad guy. You're like... Oh, I, I can't think, fathom for an idea that someone would have went, get the fuck out of here at that moment. <laughs> like, I just, if I was sitting next to somebody and I, if I would have heard a, <gasps> I would have been like, we, we're done. We can't be friends. <laughs> I, see, that's the thing. I, now, now I, now I got to watch it with Sipon because Sipon doesn't pay attention to things. <laughs> In the movies, okay, there you go. Because we'll, he'll be like, blah blah blah. I'm like, that was explained like in the first right. ten minutes of the movie. I'm guys. telling you, you're gonna. If Dave's smart enough to go, Nemesis is gonna be the he's, Nemesis is alive. Spartan's dead. Chris, Chris Spartan's Spart- dead. Spartan's dead. <laughs> See, sometimes you listen to the show, so he might be listening to Dave. Dave, you can't. You gotta tell him you can't listen to the show until after we watch a movie. <laughs> we gotta watch this movie. Right. We're going to watch an Amazon movie. I mean, I'm a spoiler. I spoiled it for you, but like I said, the movie itself overall is, is mildly entertaining. It ain't the worst movie I've ever seen, and I do feel like, okay, for a streaming movie, it has production value. Right. It's got star power. I, there's no way. If I would have paid 15 bucks for that movie, if I, if I would have taken me and the wife to go see that movie, 
I would have walked out pissed. Mm. I would have been like, "Fuck!" I f- it's 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 like it's like going in Shutter Island and going, "He's already dead," <laughs> or he <laughs> he's an inmate. You know, you're going, oh, "You ruined it!" Like, no, it's it's smart to just. I've seen a lot of shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> the moment he walked in there, he was captured. Like, <laughs> like, come on, use your noggin, use your head. <laughs> so I go watch it. I, I recommend it. It's it's entertaining, and when he does go full like superhero at the end, you're just going, all right, this is kind of like what you pay for. You get him punching people, old, you know, Rocky punching people again, right. and picking people up, throwing them like a red rag dolls. You're going, oh, so basically you're pretending you're, you're, you're Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, like, like I, I mean, of course, I have I have to see Samaritan say, but could you say that, like, he could still pull it off? Like, I remember seeing a movie that he did a few years ago. It was called Bolt to the Head. I, yeah, I love that movie. Yeah, like like he could still pull off an action scene. Like to me, it was like you know, like like I, no. I mean, like I said I felt like I don't think there. Were, I mean, when you see him in the costume and all that stuff, like I don't think it's him in costume. But when you see him throwing a punch in, you know, in the movie, you're right. going, I, he, he still to me it looks like he he can still throw a punch. Right. Like he can still. I mean, when he gets hit with the hammer and goes flying through a wall, you go, that ain't him. Right. You know, like yeah, I know that ain't him. You know, it's because the hair kind of gets a little crazy. I'm like, that's not Sylvester Stallone. There's no way. Like, there's no way he's like, yeah, I'll take that bump. (laughs) I'll fly through that wall. I'll fly through that wall. I mean, it's all paper mache anyway, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Make it look real. Yeah, I could could sell it. Hit me with that car. (laughs) (laughs) I would say that was probably the only part of the movie I went, oh, shit. (laughs) Because I didn't say like you didn't expect that to happen, you know. When it happened, you're like, "Oh, ow, oof!" Like it's not, you know, um, what do you call it? man? Uh, what do you call it? What's his face in black? And man in black, or what was that? Um, Joe, meet Joe Black. Oh, okay. You know, where what's where um, Brad Pitt gets hit by the car right, and right. bounces off another car, right. and it's not like holy crap, but it's it's kind of surprising. You're like you weren't expecting it, and you're like. So expect at some point in time, Ed Sly gets hit by a car, a car. right? <laughs> uh, I watch it. You know, next, tune in next week, folks. We'll see if Ed actually Ed has a homework assignment. <laughs> is, is, is Dave coming this week? I think so. Usually he does. Like yeah, I, I, sometimes he just doesn't tell me last minute that he's not coming okay. due to some problem that he's got. All right, um, and I also did play a video game. Um, I, we will get to that when we did the, the releases for video games. Um, I figured I'd you know tease it a little bit. It's Saints Row. Wow. Oh. So, Ed, what's coming out this week? Not much. Right. <laughs> Not much at all. Um, uh, Space Truckers is coming out this week. It's a re-release on Blu-ray uh, that they're doing. Now, this is the one with... Um, oh, crap. And I knew I was going to blank on this as soon as... I was, like, the name of the movie? It's called Space Truckers. It has a, lot, a couple couple famous people in it. It was a low-budget movie oh, that boy. came out in the 90s. Space Truckers. Dennis Hopper, Stephen Dorff, uh, Debbie uh, Mezzer, Charles uh, Dance uh, in this movie. Uh, it's Okay. You know, it's, right. a, it's an interesting movie. John yeah. Canyon is one of the last independent space transport entrepreneurs. Rough times force him to carry suspicious cargo to Earth without questions being asked. During the fight, the cargo turns out to be to be manu- 
a multitude of unstoppable and destroyer uh, deadly robots. Oh no! Yeah, unstoppable and deadly robots. That's it. So that's the 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 uh, idea of this movie. It was a bizarre film. It's worth watching. It's it's you know if you like sci-fi. I completely forgot. I bought uh, Lost World Dominion. So did I. Uh, I was I was at Walmart and I walked by and they had the Steelbook 4K and I was like. Fuck it. <laughs> a part of me was like, oh, I, I think I'll get it one day. And you know, I, saw, I saw it there. And I'm like, I'm not a fan of the Steelbook, to be honest, because it really is just blue in her kid. And I'm like, it doesn't really tell you anything except on the side. But I'm like, fuck it. It was the extended cut and all. It came with it. And I'm like, yeah. all right, I yeah, guess. Because I, I loaded it in the digital. And it, the extended cut is on Movies Anywhere. It is. It is in uh, Vudu. It's as an extra feature. Ah, okay. Right. You have to go to the extra feature, and it'll say extended edition. Like, all right. I still have to see Fallen Kingdom yet. Though, so oh, okay. I'm a, I'm a movie behind, so I, so I haven't watched it. Hey, yet. you're fine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not gonna be. They kind of give you up to speed, like previously on <laughs> Jurassic World. <laughs> all right. Now we have some 4Ks coming up this week. Is uh, Sean gets kind of annoyed, probably. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Uh, you ready? Uh, We've got Bells coming out on 4K. Bells? Yeah, Bell. B-E-L-L-E. Oh, it's about the fighter plane. Yeah. It's Okay, all right. I mean, who knows about that movie? But, okay, I guess it's sooner or later, everything goes to, to it's going to go to 4K. It has to. Right. It's the next evolution. It's just, the list of how they choose is baffles me. <laughs> all right, Bell, fine, whatever. All right, and then we've got the uh, Cat Peoples getting a 4K release. <laughs> the seventies movie, the eighty two movie, eighty two movie. Yeah, yeah. The only thing I like about that movie was the uh, Bowie song for the movie. <laughs> the, the <soundtrack. laughs> Pouring out the fire, gasoline. <laughs> All right. Speaking of seventies film, the Incredible Melting Man is getting a four K release, nineteen seventy seven. <sighs> yes. Unbelievable. Yes. Yes. <laughs> grumble, 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 grumble. And then we have an eighties movie. The Miami Connection, or actually Miami Connection is, is getting a 4K release. That sounds familiar. Miami. It's got to be, I feel like it's a, it's a romantic comedy. A martial arts rock band. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> a gang, a, a band of microcycle. I feel like I got Jesus fucking Christ. A martial arts rock band goes up against a band of micro motorcycle ninjas who oh wait it just it jumped wait my, the Miami connection I, I okay hold on There's a martial arts rock band goes up against a band of motorcycle ninjas who have tightened their grip on the Florida's narcotics trade <laughs> alright hold on Ed I have the trailer <laughs> let's see if this is draft house films Oh, this is so 80s. <laughs> Look. It sounds like a video game. <laughs> sounds like Double Dragon. Right. They look like a crew. Yeah, they do. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> oh, punches. 
yourself some taekwondo and a pretty bad. I don't want you to mess it up by going out with a second-rate musician like that John character. They came in here to play goddamn songs for kids! Yeah, kid punch. Why do people running? Oh, more punching. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. There's a, a there's a thing. There's a glitch in the matrix. No. <laughs> awesome and proof God exists. A psychotronic masterpiece from Mr. Beaks from Ain't It Cool News. They're not even in existence anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's how it came out in the 80s. That's, right. when, it, that's, that's when that... Now I'm trying to get that song stuck in there. Uh, I, I dance like a ninja. <laughs> look at the great pause. That guy's foot twirling in that guy's face. <laughs> Eat my soul, bitch! <laughs> I, I kind of. It's, like it's on Pluto now. Pluto TV now for free. Just, just <laughs> throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> uh, it's on Rift Tracks. <laughs> well, duh. I think it would be. <sighs> Mike, Kevin, and Bill have some fun with 1987's Miami Connection. <sighs> That's great. Miami Connection. All right, whatever. Okay, what else, Ed? And finally, that wasn't getting the 4K treatment, was it? <laughs> okay. That was getting 4K? Yes. That was a 4K treatment. Yes. What's next? Sasquatch, <laughs> suburban Sasquatch? Why, as a matter of fact. <laughs> 4K on that piece of shit. So I think it took 14 years to get the Blu-ray for this. <laughs> you probably had to get the DVD and then upgrade it to 4K that way, because... <laughs> New on Betamax. <laughs> Double Dragon, the movie. No, 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 no. Not Double Dragon, the movie. Oh. Um, it's Miami Connection. I thought it had... Was, I, is it the story of Gloria Esteban and the Miami Sound Machine? Not at all. <laughs> Not at... I mean, there's music. It's karate. None of it Latin, by the way. None of it belongs in Miami. Whatever. Imagine <laughs> 80s synth pop. <laughs> Cry rock band goes <laughs> against the motorcycle ninjas. <laughs> right. And picture this. All right. Hear me out, Ed. I got. That's <sighs> okay. Here we go. I'm about to do a move. It's like, how much cocaine did they do? We're going to do Mad Libs. Quick. Give me a concept. Martial arts musicians. All right. Who are they fighting against? Drug dealers. <laughs> Where's the scene at? Miami. What are we going to call it? Miami Connection. Okay. <sighs> Okay, imagine this. You got a band. They're in Miami. They're black belts. They're in taekwondo. And they make music. Think Revenge of the Nerds, but tough. And then they go to my... They're touring, and they come across a town, and, and then all of a sudden, it's infested with crime because there's a drug dealer. And and they mess him, and then... <sighs> And, and they have to fight. They, they hurt one of their team members, uh, bandmates. And then they had to go fight out in the streets of Miami. We'll call it the Miami Connection. Not a scene filmed in Toledo. <laughs> it's going to be filmed in Canada. Filmed in Indiana. <laughs> Whoa. And we get a tax credit there. <laughs> we got a tax cut. We'll just, we just won't have any beach scenes. That's all. <laughs> it's going to be Miami, but no beach. 
<laughs> Pismo Beach and all the clams you can eat. <laughs> I must have made a wrong turn in Albuquerque. <laughs> all right. And finally, coming out, not on 4K, but on Blu-ray, the Bionic Woman, the Complete Series, is getting the... Finally. Finally. Dude, I feel like that's kind of owed. I knew the $6 million man just came out, I think, not yeah. too long ago. So now it's now it's no 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 then we have Immortality, developed by Sam Barlow and published by Half Mermaid for the Xbox Series S. Is it the upper half or bottom half? <laughs> it doesn't say. Or is it just like a slit along the way, like halfway down? Like... I'll go with that one. All right. All right and then we, it's uh, for the Xbox Series S and X, PC, iOS, and Android for Tuesday, August 30th. Unbelievable. <laughs> hey, quick brand new game. You on your iPad. <laughs> <laughs> then we have Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection, developed uh-huh. by Dell Digital Eclipse <laughs> and published by Konami for the PS4, PS5, Xbox X. Xbox One, Xbox Series S and X, Switch and PC, and that's coming out Tuesday. All the rage. Everyone wants that one. That's all the old TMNT classic games from the Super NES game. It's like a whole collection of them. It's not a... There is a new game. It was a Shredder's Revenge that came out not too long ago, but this is the one everyone was waiting for. Like, oh, I can't wait to get my hands on this one. This will be great. Like, I remember in the arcade, the arcade game where you got to pick your, your, got to pick your character. I think it's that one. Casey right. Jones is in it. All right. <clears throat> All right, what else? Uh, Kin, developed by Slipstream and published by Tiny Build for the PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out Tuesday the 30th. Then we have Ob- Oblets, developed and published by Glimmer Land for the Xbox One, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out Thursday the 1st. Then we have JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle. It's a fighting game. A Royale, I think it is. Yeah. Uh, developed by Cyber Connect 2 and published by Nam- Bandai Namco. Or Nam- Namco Bandai, sorry, games. Published for the PS4, uh, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series SX, Switch, and PC. And that's coming out Friday the 2nd. Lego Brawls. Developed by Red Games and published by Lego Games. For the PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series, SNX, Switch, PC, and that's coming out Friday the 2nd. Then we have Made in Abyss, Made in Abyss, Made in Abyss, Binary Star Falling into Darkness. Ooh, that's wonderful. <laughs> Developed by <laughs> Chime and published by Spike, Chunsoft Incorporated for the PS4, Switch, and PC, and that's coming out Friday the 2nd. And finally, The Last of Us Part 1, developed by Naughty Dog and published by PlayStation Studios for the PS5 only for Friday the 2nd. And that's hmm. all the games. Okay. I'm curious. I have, um, in my the business, I have it's, I have my pseudo convention this year. I'm not flying anywhere. Like in the past couple shows, I've talked about, hey, hey, Ed, I'm going out to Indiana for my conference. You know, um, since the pandemic, uh, the, the last year I talked about it, I think what we I did it virtually. So mm. I, I was at home mm. in my underwear, my shorts, my sleepy time shorts, watching a virtual me sit in a room while other virtual people were talking about games that were coming out this year. Okay. It wasn't the greatest, but you know, it got me out of work for three days, <laughs> you know, and got paid for it. <laughs> this time, the company is going. We're not going to send you anywhere, but we're going to have you guys in your own districts come together and have like, we're going to watch videos. We're basically going to do what we normally would do at the actual conventions, except you're going to do it in your own hometown. 
Um, but I'm curious because Sony seems to want to take care of us. I'm wondering if I'll get a free copy of Last of Us Part 1. Hmm. Like, I'm curious. You know, that's hmm. just me going, hmm, I wonder. Hmm. I might got nothing. I don't think, hmm. I think the, new, the new overlords, I don't think, believe in giving us things. <laughs> or they give us things that we don't want. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'm going to give you my review on Saints Row. Right. Uh, it's a reboot mm-hmm. of the game. The last game, I think, believe came out eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you're in a new place, more southwest. Um, like, think Arizona, New Mexico. More like New Mexico. Right. All right. Um, you, let me see if I can get some names here. I should have wrote down some names. Because um, they're actually the predominant. All right. Uh, 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 uh. Let's go. Saints Row 2022. According to Wikipedia, Saints Row is an action adventure. Yeah, yeah, no one cares. Yeah. Okay, so let's see if I can get to... Uh. Oh. Oh. Okay. <laughs> uh, Saints Row is an action adventure game, but violation... It's... Uh, it's it has received mixed reviews from critics. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, gameplay. Um, okay, so it's based on uh, American Southwest and based loosely of, on the city of Las Vegas, Nevada. Santo Ilso is also in the control of three three criminal gangs: gangs, Los Panteros, a gritty vehicle and fitness oriented gang, the Idols. An anarchist gang focused on the clubs of nightlife and nightlife, and the Marshall's Defense Industry, an international private military corporation based in Santo Ilso, that is known for advanced high-tech weaponry. Uh, the player character, which is you, is the boss, mm-hmm. is a former member of the Marshall Defense Industries and assembles a new gang from dissatisfied members of the these gangs to seize power from them. Uh, Nina, she is um, the Los Panteros mechanic. You are roommates with three people. Nina, uh, DJ, Nina Kevin. Nina Santa Maria? <laughs> uh, Nina, Kevin, and Eli. Uh, e- like I said, Nina it wor- is, works, is part of the Los Panteros gang. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kevin's a DJ that plays all the idol, the, the idol parties. Mm-hmm. And Eli is just a business entrepreneur with an MBA that, um, that's in the game, right? He's, mm-hmm. You all live together in an apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a job. You're you're Nina's kind of like the the mechanic. DJ's kind of like the guy who's got all the connections. Eli's the business entrepreneur. You know, like he they all bring something to the party. Right. But at the time, they all are in their own respectable gangs. You are good at killing people, apparently. So you decided to join the marshal, become get paid for it. Mm. Something happens, you lose your job. Um, but in the process of losing your job, because it's uh, the Los Panteros are trying to steal something that you're trying to protect. As a marshal, you botch the job. Not only do you botch the job, but you know now you have all the other gang members kind of pissed off at you. Mm. Um, so you know your roommates who work for the respective gangs get kind of get fucked over by their the gangs that they work for, and they're all kind of loosely out of a job. Let's say mm. <clears throat> so. You come across the idea of like maybe we shall form our own gang and show these fuckers and take slowly take over the town, the right. the city. You know. Um, it's very basic um, Saints Row plot. You know, like all of them have been uh, take over this territory, do these funky little adventures. Um, <clears throat> let's get to my review, though. If I have to give it to a, a on a scale of 1 to 10, I give it a 6.5. 
Ooh, okay. Uh, here's why. I like the Saints Row games. Mm-hmm. All right. I didn't expect them to reinvent the wheel. Okay. Okay? But it's been eight years. You could have at least spruced up the wheel. Like, I would have been nice. You didn't have to, like, create a brand new game. from Last we left the Saints, Ed, in part three, you were kind of like well-known gang and everyone to be affiliated with you. And you had, like, branding and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And, and uh, so much so that in the fourth game, you became president of the United States just as an alien invasion happens. They blow up the Earth and you're stuck in some sort of virtual reality limbo trying to fight your way to get revenge on the fact that they blew up your Earth. Okay. Right? Where do you go from that for Saints Row 5, right? You can't go anywhere from that. So right. what you do is just kind of scale it back to more of a um, grittier kind of version of the game. One might say like Saints Row 2 when you're still just a, a fledgling gang trying to take over the city. Mm. Um, <clears throat> however, a lot of things have changed over time. It has been eight years. I wouldn't say that the country tries to be more woke. So maybe some of the things. To me, Saints Row has always been a parody of Saints of GTA. Always. Grand Theft Auto. Mm is over-the-top crazy. Um, Saints Row has always kind of leaned into that and made it just kind of like a more obnoxious. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, um, the mechanic, that the place where you go to get your car chops, your chop shops, in Saints Row has always been called rim jobs. See, tongue-in-cheek, <laughs> right. right? You know, yeah. like, right? Um, <clears throat> in the old games, they had like a Wendy's-type restaurant, a red-headed freckled chick. That name of the restaurant was called uh, Freckle Bitches. Mm-hmm. You know, now it's not long. It's no longer called Freckle Bitches. It's FBs, right? Okay. And that rim job is now not called rim jobs anymore because you now help the guy create it, and his name is like Rob something. Like you know, he's like he, there's an actual name, so it's mm-hmm. not your rim jobs is no longer available. I don't care about that stuff to be honest. Apparently, some people do, and they're bitching, going, "It's woke, yo, go woke, stay broke," kind of thing. Like, they're kind of bitching about that that's not the Saints Row that they're used to. Mm. And my response about that is, I can understand that. Still feels like a Saints Row game. If you're, you're worried about the... the there, There's a moment after you get fired from your job. There's like a little mini event where you're moping around the house. You refuse to get out of the bed, so you have to kind of do a little button mashing, like get out of bed. And then you do it, and he kind of rolls over. He's still bitching about stuff. And then it's like, you got to do it three times to actually before you actually get up out of bed, drag your ass into the kitchen, try to find something to eat, but you're broke. There's, a, there's one waffle in the freezer, out of the box, just sitting in the freezer, and you try to pull it out, and it falls on the floor, and you're like... <sighs> Like, you're moping around. You kind of flop on the sofa. And they kind of tell her it that way. And it's, you know, it's humorous. Mm. Some people don't find that humorous. They're like, why is it got to be? Where's the humor in that? And I'm just like, well, because he's being any good. I'm sure if you look at any movies from, like, maybe the 90s comedies, there's a moment probably where Ace Ventura is moping around because he couldn't figure out the thing. He's being like, I don't want to do nothing. My life sucks. Kind of, what are we going to do now? Mm. And it's maybe takes up three minutes out of the game. It's not that big of a... Not even three minutes. Mm. Like, if you hit the button fast enough, it move, it's to move the plot along. Mm. Uh, I didn't get um, somewhat far. There is a thing where... Because you are trying to build up your reputation and, and uncover most of the ground, there are... You have to do kind of like bonding missions with your three roommates. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Nina's going to be more car-based. Kevin and I haven't done anything with him yet. Eli is very nerd-central. Mm-hmm. You know, 
his thing is he LARPs, okay? So there's a moment in the game, and it's actually the kind of like a plot point, where you, when you, you come across um, a church and you decide to call yourself the Saints. So at one point in time, you think, how are we going to make money? So there's a board of the city, you know, the whole state, you might want to say, or the whole city, and there's plots that you now can, because you have, you stole um, some land from a dude. Mm. So now you can plant whatever you want to as far as business adventures. Mm. You know, one is like, uh, um, <clears throat> one's a Koopa, Chupaca, Chupacabre uh, type of restaurant um, that sells food truck. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's the insurance fraud thing where you, you know, you fall through the city and you get your shit kicked out of you. Mm-hmm. And then, but there's a bunch of them, and they have to get unlocked over the course of time. The one for Eli is like, "Hey, you know what? I need your help. Um, I need your help with this LARPing thing. I got to do." Yeah, fine. You're helping them, but during the course of the time, you're going, "Fuck those people! Let's create our own kingdom and take over everybody else." Right. (coughs) So you now have um, a cardboard castle in the middle of a city. That you now have to defend or, or take. I haven't gotten there because I was I was like oh, I gotta go to bed, you know, kind of thing. Right. I'll probably play a little bit more tonight when I get home. Right. But it it it's a business venture that you have to kind of com- you know complete certain things to bring more money into the, the the venture. Some people are bitching about that. Why is fucking larping stupid? Like, oh, sorry, it's not like you know rape and murder. Like, sorry, like I don't. The things that people are complaining about, I feel like are very minuscule, and you know, I feel like if. The game I think that you played and the game that you remember are two different games, mm. I feel like. I do feel like that it has been eight years. Some innovation as far as gameplay or visuals should help. It still feels like I played this game five years ago. Okay. Visually, um, the I, I'm a, have a little problem with the shooting mechanics of it. There's been some glitches, you know, like like some very predominant glitches where it's like you when you have the... For me, it's been um, a case of... When you have the church, you can decorate it any way you want, but you have to go around and take photos of certain things. And I got, I just purposely went out and looked for something, and I got it, went back to my place, I went to go unlock it onto my land, and the game kind of froze up on me. Hmm. And I'm like, fuck. So I had to kind of reboot the game, so to speak, and get back in it, and then it was fine. You know, there was a moment where I finally get access to the playlist, and I could, you know, tell her the music to how I want it. Every time I hit the playlist, nothing would pop up until I re- like I, I closed the game and reopened it. Oh, okay. So it's like it's little things, it's stupid little glitches like that that I'm like, all right, you know what? This is annoying, but you know what? I'm sure everyone's bitching and complaining about it. Once the next update, they'll fix some shit like that. Right. You know, there I just had an update yesterday, so I'm like, oh, they probably fix some stuff. Um, gameplay is fine. It, it feels like a Saints Row game, but like I said, it just after eight years. On a PS5, you kind of want just a little something more. Yeah. You know, like maybe... I'm not expecting it to be like, you know, super realistic, but because it's never been that type of game. The visuals look very much like Saints Row. Um, I do kind of miss the city aspect because while you might be in like Las Vegas-esque, but think Reno, mm-hmm. it's not really like glitz and glamour. There's probably parts of the city that are. I just haven't been able to get over to that part yet. I'm gonna have driven through it, but I've never been like, "Ooh, Vegas!" I always, to me, it feels more like a um, Breaking Bad type of town. 
like okay. suburban area like you know there's like little historical stuff that you can stop at like hidden history mm. where it's like oh look here's a statue and there's like a little thing like you see at the zoo and you push that button and every section has like five of them and it'll tell you like little sister little history about what you're seeing it fleshes out the, the city mm. if you like that stuff it's great they're like collectibles if you don't like that stuff you kind of think it's stupid right. you know and you can fucking ignore it. you don't have to do it but sometimes you might have to because if you want to get 100% of your area, you do have to do the discovery stuff. Mm. You know, you do have to do, like, there's parts of gangs in the neighborhood that you have to fight and beat. There is um, a restaurant that you have to kind of give them bad reviews, and that brings out the marshals, you know, their squad. And you have to beat them in order to kind of, you know, get more income into that section of the map. Right. So it's ordering you. You see, you kind of have to do these things if you want to get a lot of shit ton of money and uh, probably unlock other features. The game's always been that way. I think that people are having the problem with is that what you have to do in order to lock that. I, like I said, I'm enjoying the game, but I've always liked the Saints Row game. I, the reason why I gave it such a, not a strong, I feel like giving it a six is too harsh because I don't think it's a horrible game, but I think giving it a seven is giving it a little too much credit. Right. Like I think six and a half. It's like while well, I'm enjoying it, I'm kind of yes. Like I said, you didn't you didn't have to reinvent the wheel, but you could have maybe cleaned it up a little bit. You maybe could have yeah, done more. I mean, based on what you told me, it doesn't sound like. I mean, what they took out was like the basically some some something that was kind of more offensive, a little bit just to kind of spruce it up for like more people. Yeah, to get to, to sell more games. Basically, you're going. And then, of course, the people that bought the game are, you know, like going. I mean, it's still you know, a what, the, game, what the fuck? But then you're going, it's crashing, and you're going, uh, you know what? I, right. you know, like I, I try to defend games like that, like it's a right. Like, you know, you're going, you're good, not that bad, you know. You, you got to reset it, and you're back into it, like right. Why? It, like, in nowadays, though, we live in a world where I, I expect a day one patch. I do, and that's unfortunate that I've allowed myself to be okay with that. I shouldn't be allowed to be okay with that. But you never really but, know that until you buy the game. But then you. But on top of that, the whole thing though is, is that the fact is that you felt like the game is five years too old. I do. Like, I like do already, I, and like you just bought the game, and it's now five years too old. I, you're going, like, like yeah, there's nothing here that makes it significant. Going, oh my god, like right, this, whether it's good or bad, it you know right, it's, it's, it's significant. It, it feels already. It already feels dated. I still think I. I mean, there are moments where I've laughed out loud while playing the game because I think some of the. The character and the personality that I get to pick. Like, here's the problem I also have. When you look at all the artwork, there's an African-American short hair girl who's the boss. She's mm-hmm. the one that's kind of like the focus feature. But because she's the boss, you can change however she looks. You know, you can even make, like, I'm not her. I changed into a male character. You know, I could have, pl- and I don't even think she was even an option. I could have may have built her as an option, mm. but she didn't wasn't like pre generated as a, a character already, mm. where the other th- the other three characters are. Mm. So when I created my character, obviously I made a guy. You know, I don't say obviously because I have played women characters in the past, but the personality type that I pick fit better with the guy. He's very snarky, kind of like Deadpool esque, like mm. you know, very quick witted and quick with the quips, mm. and I felt like. There are moments where he said something. And I was like, <laughs> "Like that's funny." Like, okay. and so I'm enjoying the humor of it, and I think that the camaraderie and some of the, the you know the the scripting is fine. But again, like I said, I, I, there's nothing there that makes me feel like, "Oh, this is a 2022 game." Right? You know, this does feel like eh, maybe in like 2000, like you know, or not even that, like eight years ago. Yeah, definitely maybe like 2015, 2016. 
Right. You know, it does feel very kind of visually it looks the same, you know, which could be great, good or bad. I, I guess I wasn't expecting leaps and bounds, but I don't, you could have given it a fresh coat of paint outside of just the world that we're in. I understand that you're re- rebooting the world, but I kind of would have liked maybe like a little more. And again, to defend the game, I'm not deep into it, so maybe it does get richer. Like when you have a PS5 and the game knows it's for a PS5, obviously, because it's a disc, you can, it says, hey, we noticed you have, you know, a high-def TV. Do you want us to make adjustments to make it look better? Or you can do it yourself. And I'm like, ah, sure, go ahead, you know, whatever. And maybe that's a me thing. Maybe I should, you know, I'm, I think I did put it back to default mode. Mm. Um, but it still looks like, it looks like San Francisco 4. You know, except smoother. And I'm like, all right. I, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that because the game I liked four, I liked three, I also liked two. Mm. But I kind of was hoping maybe just for. Uh, I was excited about the game, so I'm still excited when I do play. But um, there's a, just a little part of me just kind of goes, oh man, I just couldn't you give me something just a little bit more? It's been so long, man. you know. Like I think one of the things I've never used it but one of the things that you get as a, a, a melee weapon is this giant purple dildo huge purple dildo and it right. wobbles and you can beat the shit out of people I have yet to see that what I have I, I bought is a giant dinosaur bone you know and I can mm. walk around and like huh, I guess you yeah, look human bone <laughs> but you know <laughs> uh, I have to make that joke right. like, you know <laughs> <laughs> like, whack you've been boned <laughs> genius <laughs> quick sign me up I'm sign me on the Saints Row 2 <laughs> uh, like I said it's it's if you if you enjoy the Saints Row game pick it up you know I think you'll enjoy it but if you're looking for like it ain't GTA 6 right and it ain't GTA 5 you know <laughs> it's somewhere like just under it Wow. You know, and that's why I think it's, it's kind of like sad, but I'm like, overall, I'm like, I get to play a new Saints Row game. It's still kind of fun. It's still kind of entertaining. I am one of those people that's like, oh, I got to take over this area and to do this. I got to do this, this, and this. I, the map is big enough that it could keep me busy for a while. And I did buy the, here's the extra content shit because I was really jazzed for it. Right. I think I'm, I think I have to dial that back a little bit because I feel like I'm, I'm putting too much faith in these games that are coming out. Um, like I don't play Madden. I've heard Madden's trash. Like that it's not playing it's not playing well. I mean even NFL players are bitching about it. Wow. Like how bad is your game broken if a guy who was scanned for this game is bitching about the game? Right. Like I watched the video of a guy who um was playing and he had an open lane, right? <clears throat> and he's running, he's a running back, he's running through this open lane and he's got he's getting ready to run right past his own teammate. And obviously, he, 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 after the play was done, he was showing everybody, breaking it down. You could see his own player stick his foot out to trip him as he's running by. <laughs> and he's like, what kind of bullshit is this? That Because this guy, once he got past his own guy, it was a clear path to nothing but end zone. Mm-hmm. It was a great cat. It was a great run. Right. It was perfect. But this guy just goes, yoink, and he trips, and he's down. <laughs> like, he's like, what kind of bullshit's that? I was like, "Ooh, that's that's Madden." <laughs> Come on, EA Sports. We got oh, if you get past, you got past for a quarter. Like, you know, <laughs> pay to play, play to win. Pay, pay to win. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. This this year's um, 
I still have faith in God of War. I feel like that that um, you know. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I mean, I I, I have. It's it's a. I have you know I have yet to be disappointed in God of War. Right, and I agree. Out of the box, like that's the only game that I'm like going this. Now, but now I'm like I've got to got to get forward because like I've been hearing this over and over again where it's like a day one patch and I'm like all right I get it you know you you. They couldn't get it onto the disc, or you know, they 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 saw something and they got it before. Right, you yeah, know, there was a little bug that we we didn't, we didn't we have fixed, time for, right? You right. know, kind of thing. Right, and it's just like, how the fuck don't you do that? Like, like, like right? Like, there, what happened to your quality control? Like, if you needed like another six months, like, I hate to say it, but then, and then it's like, well, look at Cyberpunk. You know, it was postponed for a year and then oh it went gold and like well just give us a little more time and then when it came out it was a bad release and everyone bitched about it and they're like well it wasn't our fault or the warner brothers is like you know was pushing the release date on us and (laughs) just saying like like i i I saw a video like not too long ago it's like hey if you if you played cyberpunk and returned it maybe you should go back and buy it again because now it's like right it's it's good again it's good again you know blah 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 and i'm like and yeah, nah. Like I have it. I don't, I don't trade in my game, so it's like I still have it. Right. But I'm like, yeah, I'm not going back. Save it when you get the PS5. It'll give you a free upgrade, and the game winds up being beautiful on the PS5. <laughs> I'm telling you, as a person who's who's played it since the big updates, and you know, having a PS5, they gave us a free upgrade. Right. You know, I'm like, all right. I mean, I think they're supposed to be putting on the on disc sooner or later for the PS5. I, clearly, I don't need to because I have the PS4 version. Mm. But I'm like, I, when I play it, I'm like, wow, it seems like a living, breathing city now. Like, I'm, I'm actually kind of impressed. Like, mm. good job. I, if it would have taken you another year to do it, I would have waited another year. Yeah. I, I would have. I mean, I felt like playing it, going, this is the game I paid for. This is nice. I like this. Yeah. I like this Picasso. You know. What I'm <laughs> uh, yeah. I just nowadays I'm like, but I also feel it too. It's the games. Us as gamers are okay with the abuse that we get from gaming companies. Like you, Madden's always Madden. Every year, it's the same fucking game, just different players on the team. Mm. They try to do like this year. They added more animation so that after the after the play is over, you can still do stuff. Like maybe like you know push a guy out of the bounds. Like there's when he catches it instead of just it, the play just dies as soon as it's in his hands. You now have the ability, like maybe if he's out of bounds, to kind of push him out of bounds. Like, right. you know, there's, and which is nice and all, but I think it's sooner or later, once you get to that point where you, the game has to be that realistic, you let other things fall through the waste. You're willing to kind of, like, oh, I need this perfect, but then you forget about all the other shit that's over here, the actual gameplay. Mm. Like, how about just maybe just dumb it down just a little bit? That's why, I like, even with NHL, every year I, I complain because it's so realistic that I have to go back to the 1994 controls to actually be able to enjoy the game. Right. Because I'm like, I need, I've always said, I have always said it, and I always will, three buttons for hockey. Pass, shoot, punch. Right. That's all I need. Yeah. That's all I need. I don't need to be able to deke to the left or deke to the right, yeah. hit this, hold this button. I don't need the real, I don't need to swing my right joystick to make it my stick in my hand so that I have to worry about precision hitting. No, I don't. I don't want to. I don't want that. Just make me pass. Just all I want to do. Right. You know, like oh look, the goalie's open. Shoot, score! Yeah. Like that's all I need. Right. You know, I don't want to be like oh, I'm gonna spin a rama around them and like woo loop de loo. Look at me, I'm on one skate and hitting the thing. Yay! Like, I don't care. Uh-huh. I feel like the same way about football. I feel the same way about basketball. Like now I'm worried about any NBA because NBA every year people bitch about. 
if people are bitching about Madden now, NBA is the next on the list. That comes out next next week on next week's show. You'll be like, coming out September 9th is, you know, fucking NBA. And they go, oh boy, that'll be fun. I mean, you know, I'm like, okay, well, Last of Us, they built from the ground up. It's by mm-hmm. Naughty Dog. It's already, all they did was just rebuild it for the PS5. Should be pretty, should be solid. It's already an established game, mm-hmm. not new IP, you know. Right. Uh, there's a game that was coming out that I just just did just cancel called The Ascent. I was really into it, but now I had like buyer's remorse. I'm like, I don't think I really should have bought that one because it's like a top-down, cyberpunk-esque kind of game. And I saw it on, on the TV, and the propaganda machine kind of filled my head with, like, that looks cool. It's only available on the Xbox. So it's coming out on the PS5. I'll buy that. Like, Because I was really interested, and a part of me is like, well, Sean, why, why do you have to buy it day one? Just why don't you wait a couple days? You know? Um, the next game I have coming out for release is not even for me. It's for Stacy. It's um, Splatoon three. That comes out later, you know, beginning of September. You know, um, the Hogwarts game got a release date for February of next year, which I'm excited for because uh, there's a there's a dark legacy one. There's a legacy edition. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, all right, it was like an extra ten bucks, but it comes with like dark arts skins. I'm like, it's right up my alley. The problem is I had to buy that game twice. Once for me, and once for the wife. Because <laughs> I'm playing on a PS5. I am not playing on a Switch. She's not playing on a PS5. She's playing on a Switch. <laughs> you know, like, there's just there's just no way around it. Now, if there's a two-player mode, I guess we'll be, you know, living life to the fullest. Right. You know, she's probably mad right now that I'm not home playing Fortnite with her. <laughs> <laughs> You're still playing that? I, I am. I'm, I mean, not only am I, but I'm enjoying it. And now, I told you, Stacy's now kind of addicted yeah i know you know because you know we're playing together and we've actually won matches together as a a couple and i'm like and of course she's like oh that outfit's cute you need like last night we both bought skins it because they were like dinosaur skins like they they were were dressed like dinosaurs Uh and she's like oh my god that's so cute we look so cute running around i'm like all right she's like you also need to buy this guy this guy's like i forget like ace he's got like a a suit on like a black and white suit and he's got a face mask I always think I always think of the uh, sorry I'm watching the trailer of the set for what oh my god I'm like wow for what the set oh <sighs> were you like impressed or not impressed I'm impressed right it looks- it, well, it, it, see now I'm, I'm reminiscent this reminds me of Shadowrun Right, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's a I game. really don't want to read anything, and it looks like kind of very action oriented. And I'm kind of, ex- I was kind of excited about it, but a part of me is like, it comes out on the second, and I don't know if I really want to pay. It's like fifty bucks for the game. Oh yeah, I'm no, like, I'm out. Right. Well, it's it's fifty bucks for <laughs> fifty bucks. Though. Right. But I think you can <laughs> buy it. In my I think you can buy it digitally for like, or like the that's like the special one. I think you can get the regular game for like forty. You know, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should wait for that and maybe buy the $40 one, not the Steelbook edition. I'm like, hey, I don't want that one. I'll wait for somebody to return it. and then <laughs> Right, or I'll wait till we get enough copies and I'll bring it home while I'm on break, yeah. like for vacation for like two days and be like, oh, I really like this game. Then maybe I'll buy it. Like, you know, maybe. Right. Um, there's also, I did pre-order um, the new PGA comes out in October. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I love my PGA. I even like the PGA game so much that I bought the, I pre-ordered the $100 one. Because oh. <laughs> I don't think it comes with extra courses. I'm like, I'm all about the golf. All about it. First time for the PS5, I'm like, it's going to be great. Tiger Woods is on the cover, Ed. Tiger Woods is coming back to PGA. He's back. He's back 
on the cover twice. I'm like, you guys aren't calling Tag Woods, though. I noticed that. He's still PGA. But all right, he's on the cover. Good job. <laughs> like, you guys forgive him for all his shit. All right, gotcha. <laughs> you know, so I'm excited for that. And like I said, I did pre-order the Hogwarts game. I, I switched my pre-order because I had one. The date was like, oh, the end of the year. It's like, no, it's February 12th. February 10th now, you know, mm. next year. And I think the one I ordered, it actually says September 7th. So I'm like, uh, February 7th. I'm like, I get it three days before everybody else. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, that's, you know, state of games, Ed, I'm just not sure about it. I kind of, every once in a while, a new game comes out. I'm like, I kind of want it, but there's IP sucks. Like, like I'm not really interested in it, or it's like the game's glitchy or bad. I'm like, I just don't know. Like, I... Call of Duty, I I want to hope that it's good. I don't play Call of Duty, but the people who do seem to nonstop bitch about it. You know, like, oh, it sucks, it's broken, it's this. I'm like, well, why do you guys keep buying it then? Like, why does my company goes ass deep in it? Like, I mean, we'll buy, like, I think I needed like a hundred and some odd pre-orders. That, that they, I'm like, my, I don't even see... I don't never, never am I getting that kind of numbers. It's Call of Duty. My mall is kind of slow anyway. But there's stores out there who are like, oh, we got our 150 you know, pre-orders already. I'm going, why? You're, they're just going to complain about it. Well, it's it's I I, I, I I think what it comes down to, and because this happened to me, and I'm <laughs> it might happen to you one day, right? Wow, might happen to me one day. I'll, I'll explain it to you, and right? I, and I think, you get to a point where you play games, and you're so into them, and you and you're like, and you you might have to play the game like two or three times at a certain point because you get stuck, and you keep right. getting hit like it's like hitting a brick wall kind uh-huh. of thing. But there's that one game where you it's like you've you've hit that brick wall like forty five times, right, 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 and you're like. I can't advance any better. Like I can't, right. you know, and it's like I'm done. Like I can't. Like you rage quit so many times. You're going, I, I can't play this game because it's too fucking hard. Right. Well, other mad. people are like, it's easy, dude. Right, 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 right. You go through it, and you're like, yeah, you know, and it's just like, well, get me through this. And like the Dark Souls or the end, like the what do you call it, Elden Rings for me. Like I just, I don't have the patience. Yeah, and you, you, and you, you say fuck it. So because there's games that's like I don't play that many games. So when I get to a right. game, and I and I'm like. I want to get through this. Like I want to beat this game. Right. Like this is this is all or nothing kind of right. thing. And you're and you're going fuck. I can't beat this anymore. Like like I'm at that point. Like in my life, I'm like I'm not in the games now because it's like 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 I don't want to be frustrated. Like every freaking night going because I've thrown controllers. <laughs> Unbelievable! <laughs> I heard to hear folks in folks in controllers. I I think I've like done the like I, I sit next to my bed, so I'll, I've done the classic flip the controller onto the bed because I'm not throwing it against a wall or you know I'm like son of a bitch, what the fuck? And then quick, now we live in a world where I can Google the answer, like right. you know, and it's like oh, it really is just timing. And I'm like, oh. I fall down the well of like, okay, well I love this game so much, but then I get sidetracked, I get you know. Ooh, something better came along. Let me go play that. And I fall down that well. And then that game, like Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Played it maybe for like three days. Haven't touched it since. <laughs> Haven't fucking touched it. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It was a great game. And I, I couldn't wait to get like balls deep into it, you might say. <laughs> like I was really looking forward to being like, oh, I got a character. This is going to be great. All the Dungeons and Dragons humor in it. It's, it's right up my alley. And yeah. I'm loving it. And then I was like, well, let me finish this game first. And then I finished that game. I think it was uh, Ghost of... Um, Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, ah, there it is. Now I'm playing Saints Row. 
I'll get to you, Tina. I promise. Like you know, like uh, Hades. I like Hades, but it's just sitting there. I'm like, I, I might have to trade that in because as much as I enjoyed it, I, I kind of done. Right. Like I know, just like I always had the rule of like, you haven't played a game in a month. Chances are you're never going back to it. Cut it loose. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You know, let it let it find a happy home somewhere else. Right. Like I'm not letting go in Tiny Teenage because I like I really want to play that. That seems like a fun game, and right. I bought all that extra content, so I'm fucking I'm gonna do it. Same with Saints Row. You know, I'm like, all right, well now we're getting to that silly season of going. Okay, well, what game I have next? Well, the Ascent looked fun, but I'm, I canceled that and I put the money onto PGA, but that doesn't come out until October. I'm like, all right, Splatoon. That's that's Stacy thing. I'm good. Like you know, <laughs> I, I I almost forgot. I, I some of that thing. I forgot to mention this the other day. I every once in a while, I look for some some stuff uh-huh. like the deep presses because I don't want to spend a spend a lot of money and b right. I, I want to need you know maybe digitally or whatever. Uh huh. Battle of the planets. Okay. Oh wow! There's an app. There is an app for Battle of the Planets. Oh, okay. Every once in a while, if you, you like, I'll, I'll st- I won't search every day on Roku. I, this is on Roku. Right. No, I don't know. Hopefully, it's on Firestick. I don't know. Right. But every once in a while, because I, I look for that and uh, Star Blazers are the two shows like from right, like, my right, right. childhood right. that I don't have a copy of either physically or okay. digitally. I mean, I do physically <coughs> have um, uh, a, 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 a what do you call it? A copy? A, a, a a bootleg of of Star Blazers. Okay, I got because I I, I I that's the show I loved when I was a kid. All right. So, but every once in a while I'm looking for Battle of the Planets. Now I'm I can't find it physically. It, okay, I, I did find it physically, but I'm not sure about buying because I don't I don't know about the website. I have to right, and figure. also too, let's face it, Battle for the Planets is the Americanized name of it. It's Gungum Gungum, right. and you're like, I don't know. I'm always afraid every time I see it. I'm like because I see the G on there, and I'm like. I'm always scared to buy something going, but this might not be what I'm remembering. So, so this this is Battle of the Planets we're talking about, and uh-huh. it's because it's, 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 yeah, it was Gundam the the theme of the thing. But if you click on it, which I'm trying to do now, right? <laughs> All right. Now it's not working, right? Okay. Well, as you're trying to click, um, if you go to Voodoo, I believe the entire series of Cheers is only thirty dollars. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know if I can justify it. Oh, oh it, I found it. it. It's, it's, found, it it's not working, yeah. Yep. So okay. now, now it's it's live streams it. So you're going, oh fuck, like I go right. But if you click on the back button, uh huh, right, right, you can get through the live stream or oh. all the episodes. Wow. <laughs> for, for Battle of the Planets, and it's it is it's the Battle of the Planets because it's yeah, seven arc seven. Yep, there you go. Seven arc seven is not um uh in the Gundam. Universe that was made for just for the our, the American audience. Oh. He was the narrator to put all the show together. Okay. So this is so if, if you if, if you if you're feeling nostalgic because I know you were talking yeah. about it a couple of years ago, right? Yeah, type of thing. It just popped in my head like type of thing. But the, they've got the live stream going on. Well, what did you type in in the Roku? I just typed in Battle of the Planets. Battle of the Planets. Planet, right. And I came up <clears throat> and I came up with a channel and I'm like, okay, this is a I first. Might to, to, I might have to. Check it out. I mean, it, it looks like it aired in the eighties, but <laughs> like I guess actually, I got actually, it looks, actually it looked like it aired in the seventies, right? Because some of the bell bottoms and the uh, stripes and the uh, bizarre uh, to, uh, design. I'll of have it. to look it up when I get home. Uh, <laughs> I just I don't know why I just came like because that was one of the things I wanted to talk about real quick was just the fact that I found it. At least I give it digital. I want to get it physically, but like I said, I've, the only place I found it and. 
I'm kind of iffy on the website where because thing, but it looks right. legit. Like everything looks legit, but you know, I can make a website look legit and be, you know, a hackable thing or something. Not, not really, <laughs> but I don't have that kind of skill, but <laughs> but I can make it look good. Yeah. Well, and I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna look that up when I get home because I do. I want to kind of walk down, and they're in order too, which is important for me. Yeah. I need to see them in order. Yeah, because they are on YouTube. You can find all the episodes I, on YouTube. I don't got the time. But, to be but like, you gotta, click, click. you gotta find which episode. Uh, yeah, and, I can't, yeah. I can't do that. If it's all there, I, I want the easy format of oh, it's all right there and it's in order. Play. <laughs> exactly. Um, <clears throat> speaking of play, Ed, apparently yeah. Val Kilmer wants to play Batman again. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> What a segue. What a segue. Oh, Sean. Um, <clears throat> IGN's Jim recently conducted an interview with Val Kilmer via email to promote Top Gun Maverick because, um, what's his face? Kilmer still has you know uh, a, th- a throat issue. They used mm. 8i to recreate his voice for, for Maverick. So I guess, you know, trading questions through Q&A. Um, he, he asked... Kilmer, specifically now that we have multiple verses and universes in comic book movies where actors who played Batman or Spider-Man in the past team up with the current actor playing the role. Would you have any interest in playing Batman slash Bruce Wayne again, even if even in a cameo? And Kilmer responded, yes, please. <laughs> uh, the DC movie franchise is up for big age. just said yes, please. So apparently, <laughs> uh, he said... Uh, he, IGN asked him, we're seeing so many films now getting sequels later. Are there any of your older, earlier films you'd love to see do a follow-up? He said, uh, Heat would be fun. I love Michael Mann. We get we get along great and have a great deal of trust. Um, ironically, though, I mean, Heat 2 is a book. <laughs> I don't know. Do you remember Heat? Do you remember Heat? Yeah. Heat's a movie, for those people who don't know, they made a really big deal about it because it's, it, it's the first time that Pacino and De Niro acts on film together in scenes for the very first time. Yeah. Um, yes, they're in Godfather 2, but they're in two different areas, so they never meet face-to-face. Right. This was the movie where they're actually sitting at a toffee table and they're having a conversation. Like, it's mm. very powerful scenes because you're watching two guys who, the first time ever, they've gotten together. Right. Well, apparently, there's a sequel. A, a, a Michael Mann wrote a sequel book to it because he, he no one, I think, was going to do Heat 2. Um, it's supposed to take place like almost like right after Heat the, f- the first movie mm. like I think it's Val Kilmer's character I think is on the run because he's he's the only one that technically got away mm. but Al Pacino's character is trying to hunt him down trying to bring him in so there's like and, but there's like a, a like a a parallel story going on with Robert De Niro's character I think like happens when he was young it was very sounds very Godfather 2 as mm. now I think about it um, so I'm like I don't know if if, if I could do that um Let's see. Uh, uh, I'm real trying. I'm scrolling through this. Uh, uh, wanting, wanting to return to Batman is something everyone wants to play. There are Batman alum like George Clooney who didn't see need to ever revisit DC comic gigs. His quote is, "I feel like Batman died with me." <laughs> he, he told ComicBook.com in 2017. As you can imagine, don't you guys feel the same way? Let me just point this out. I wore a rubber suit and giant rubber nipples, and I still have a career. <laughs> uh, then of course Christian Bell said he would only return on one condition uh, nobody reaches out to me or they keep me keep me like a mushroom keep me in the dark and feed me shit <laughs> Bell told comicbook.com in July of 2022 for me that would be a matter of Chris Nolan if he ever decided to do it again and he 
chose me to come my way again, then yeah, I would consider it because there's always our pact between each other as we would just stick to it. We said we would, we would only make three, and then I said to myself, I'd only ever make it with Chris. So, there you go. Okay. You know, everyone wants to go play Batman again, except for Clooney. <laughs> well, Which I feel like he's the one who got the raw deal out of the bunch. I, I don't think Clooney does want to do it because, I mean, like, if somebody goes, Clooney goes... You don't, we'll give you a redemption to play Batman. I think you do it. I think you, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I think now he probably you know maybe gritty enough. I mean, to maybe like an older Batman, like do like a Batman Returns, Batman Dark Knight Returns type thing. You know, right? I mean, it's you know, it's like I think he's. I think Clooney's one of those debonair kind of actors that could play right. Bruce Wayne again. Sure. You know, because still charming as fuck, right? Because that's what you're a little look for. I mean, like you know, like anybody can be Batman. To be honest, right? Any and you can throw a rubber suit on anybody and be like, "You're Batman right, now." Right, right. All right, can you throw a punch? Sure. Can you take a punch? Good. Perfect. Right. It's the acting beyond that right. that you need. The Bruce Wayne part you need to kind of nail down. But the problem is, nobody cares about Bruce Wayne in the movies. Right, and that's that's the issue. But the it's not the issue. But the the idea though is is that like you go Clooney could do it. I, I just think. I think you got like it's just said. I think you got a raw deal the whole thing because it's like right. you know, like it was all cartoony and yeah. and ridiculous and right. punny and you know, like like that was. Even- nice to meet you. <laughs> Name's Doom for it's a chilling sound of your doom. Ah. So that's <laughs> Jesus Christ. You can't get away from it. You really can't. No matter how hard you try, you you go. But can we skip the Schwarzenegger? No, Ice. You can't. You can't. Nice to meet you. Ah, Batman <laughs> and your puny friend Robin. Ah! <laughs> I mean, that, and that's a the, that's the thing though is like everybody everybody gets on uh, Schwarzene- Schwarzenegger with his, but I mean, Uma Thurman did a terrible job. She, uh, uh, I mean, as, as her, it's Ivy. her May West Poison Ivy gig uh, made me uncomfortable the entire film. Right, like, I'm like, I get what she's doing. I mean, if you're gonna do. In the course of movie history, Mae West definitely was kind of like a, come on up and see me sometime, boys. Right. And if she was supposed to be like a uh, over-the-top vixen-esque, if you're going to do that, that's fine. But the problem is is that nobody wanted that. Right. You know, Joel, Schumer, Schum, uh, Joel Schumacher wanted it, but he was also trying to capture the 66 Batman. And I think looking at it through that lens probably works better. Then if you're going, let's say if I let's say if you if you did not have Batman or Batman Returns before, and you just started with Batman Forever with Schumacher, you get the pastel colors, you get the nipples on the thing, and then you move to Batman and Robin, where it is kind of yuck yuck jokes and tongue in cheek stuff that's going on, like the Bat credit card, <laughs> you know, tap your tap your heels, and all of a sudden I. You know, you're, you got ice skates. Yeah. Like, that's something that Adam West's Batman totally would have. Right. Totally would have it. Yeah. Michael Keaton's Batman, not so much. So I feel like if you were trying to recapture the 66 Adam West era, I think Batman and Robin fits in that. But you can't you can't watch that without going, there was like three movies before this. This is what you, this is where we got to. Right. Yeah, it's like watching Superman 4. <laughs> Ouch. Right. I'm just going to say you're going, oh my God, I'm watching this complete train wreck. It maybe started off as one thing and ended as something else. I just, I think that if you look at it through the eyes of 
a satirical comic book movie set in let's say you know based on an homage to the 66 Batman I think you can get away with it but you have to make that clear you can't be like gritty realism gritty gritty Batman gritty Batman eh, not so gritty Batman totally not gritty Batman <laughs> like you, know, you, you you can't you can't work into that you can start there and then build into the dark gritty Batman by relaunching it many years later, I just can't. We're gonna follow Batman and Robin with Batman forever with Batman and Robin. You know why? Kids want toys. Right. <laughs> Warner uh, Brothers, all they cared about was selling toys. Uh, look, I got this new ice cream maker. Ice to meet you. <laughs> it takes the ice cube. You put the ice cube in, and then you take this little grinder, and it grinds up it, and it makes the ice just slide right out of my mouth. I, and then you get the little bat blood flavor, and you put it on there. You get the ice cold flavor. I call it the brain freeze. <laughs> <laughs> this one's red. I call it the red robin. <laughs> Ouch. It tastes a cherry. It's child great. Awesome. Ice cream. <laughs> uh, I shaved my head because it's shaved ice to meet you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. Ed, yeah. I got some really good news. Okay. If you're a fan of The Boys, uh, I am. TV show. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, there's season four, right? Yes. Uh, Eric Kripke, he is the uh, showrunner of the show. Oh, yeah. um, for those who know the name Kripke, he is the man who brought us Sam and Dean Winchester. Yeah. Um, you know, for at least five years he worked on the show. But then the show lasted another ten years without him. Not with no, there was no bad blood, no ill will. It was never like, dude, people fucked me on I could have kept going. He had a five-year plan. He executed that five-year plan. He's like, I got nothing else. I guess I'm out of here. You know, or they just went, well, we're going to go this way with it. He was like, okay, fine, see you there. Peace out, right? right? But now, in, you know, now that Supernatural's over, Jensen Eccles gets a call. Hey, buddy, you want to come play with the boys? Sign me up. I'm in. You mm-hmm. become Soldier Boy. You're right. You're going, oh, my God. How great is that? Well, Ed, they fucking did one better. Jeffrey D. Morgan joins the boys season four in Mystery Role. For those who don't know, Jeffrey D. Morgan played their father. <laughs> <laughs> who also played, I mean, brilliantly the comedian from the Watchmen movies. Yeah. You know, uh, he's been in the, he's Negan in The Walking Dead. So he already, he has enough credibility as an actor and as an, as a comic book icon. You know, like, uh, you know, he's got enough under his belt to be like, all right, what do you want to do? But Morgan, he's a big fan of the boys, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. He's returning with Supernatural creator Eric Kripke. Uh, after two years of scheduling woes, when signs seemed to suggest it wouldn't happen, the boys actually pulled it off. Jeffrey Dean Morgan has officially joined the cast of season four. Morgan, a self-proclaimed fan of the R-rated superhero drama, will reunite with Supernatural creator Eric Kripke, now showrunner for the, on The Boys, in an undisclosed role. Amazon, however, confirmed the actor will be appearing as a reoccurring guest star. Uh, this may or may not end up being a reunion between Morgan and his supernatural classmates, uh, castmates, Jensen Eccles, who wrote something on Carl Urban's Instagram recently that suggested he might be making a return appearance as Soldier Boy in The Boys Season 4. Um, the quote was, pour me a double, I'm on my way. 
because apparently there's, they, they, there's a table reading they're all drinking. Mm. Um, although he might not have meant it literally. Reps for Echo say they didn't have any information to share with at the time, and Amazon did not respond to uh, Entertainment Weekly for comments, so we'll see. Uh, Kripke shared a behind-the-scenes photo of the set of The Boys Season 4, showing Urban, Jack Quaid, Karen Fukuhara, Laz Oslo, and T- uh, Tomer Capone flipping the bird to the camera. You know, hey, welcome to the fam, J.D. Morgan, at J.D. Morgan. We're all so psyched to have you. Like, here's the that, That's been there. They're calling, hey, welcome to the show. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> uh. So he Kripke has been trying to get his old friend to join the boys since back in 2020 when the actor tweeted after season one, I'll go, I'll go play that ga- with that gang anytime. Kripke replied, I'll make you a deal. Season three, I'll write it. If you're available, come shoot it. And Morgan responded in a heartbeat. A uh, problem with scheduling, Eccles, who in, is consistently chatting with Morgan, had told EW ahead season three, I know that there were some preliminary conversations on how and what and when and why that just didn't work out with Jeff's schedule. He's a busy man, and everyone wants him to come to their show. Ex- Eccles further admitted that Morgan would pester him for intel on the show while he was acting on set of Soldier Boy in season three. He was like, give me spoilers. And I was like, no, stop it. He's very <laughs> convincing. <laughs> Uh, catching up with Kripke this year for season three. Showrunner mentioned to EW that the offer was extended to Morgan to join the season four, but he wasn't confident it would happen. Morgan had just announced to star opposite Lauren Cohen in the Walking Dead spinoff, The Walking Dead, Dead City, Isle of the, the Isle of the Dead's working title, which shoots in New York while the boy films up in Toronto. Schedule-wise, I don't know. We, we still might remain star-crossed, unfortunately, because I did ask. Um, we had a role come up, and my first question was, well, is Jeffrey available? Morgan then actually responded to Entertainment Weekly interview with Kripke on t- Twitter. I'll make it work, he wrote in May, and guess what? He did. So, right. Good. Good. You know, uh, so the two of them could be battling it against each other. Yeah. Or maybe, I'm like, I can't, God, it's gonna be, season four is going to rock. <laughs> it's going to rock, rock. <laughs> it's going to rock. Uh. Sorry. <laughs> Let me delete that. Boop, boop. So we don't bring it to the show again. Hey, Ed, guess what? <laughs> um, Ed, one of my favorite movies in the 80s was a Chevy Chase movie called Fletch. Yes. Okay? Okay. Wasn't a big fan of Fletch Lives, but I, maybe I was a different person at the time. I also did enjoy the books because it's based on a long series of books. Mm-hmm. All right? Um, and I did enjoy them. Every once in a while I keep thinking about Going back and trying to find copies on my kit for on my Kindle so I can reread them. Mm. Oh, maybe one day. Right. Um, however, John Hamm has um, f- there's a new movie. There's a new Fletch movie coming out. It's called Confess Fletch. It's based on one of the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mad Men star redeems with John with reteams with John Slattery for a new tale about an investigative reporter, Aaron M. Fletcher, the super bad director. Uh, in Greg Motala's comedy thriller. Almost half a century after novelist Greg McDonald introduced the world to smart Alec investigator journalist Arwen M. Fletcher, uh, for almost four decades and almost four decades since Chevy Chase for, first portrayed the character on the big screen in the 80s classic Fletch, the character has now been revived by John Hamm in Confess Fletch. Comes out September 16th, Ed. Uh, and you can exclusively see the trailer above, which I will play in a minute. Uh, it, uh, as you can see, Fletch remains very wisecrackery, 
uh, is very much a wiseacre. Fletch is a guy who usually is the smartest person in the room, says the film's director and co-writer Greg Matola. Certainly, he's a smart ass. Uh, Confess Fletch finds the now former investigative reporter living in Europe and running about less dangerous subjects like art and travel when he's hired to find out who sold several million dollars worth of art from account, accounts villa near Rome. Hmm. Uh, Fletch comes back, comes to Boston to track down a bunch of stolen paintings and the first day there he discovers a dead body in an Airbnb he's staying in. Um, the police think he's the murderer so he has to simultaneously find out who stole the art and clear his name. Uh, the film also cast Roy Wood Jr., Marsha Gay Harden, uh, Lorenzo Izzo, Kyle McLaughlin, and Ham and Ham's Mad Men co-star John Slattery, who plays Boston newspaper reporter. Um, it's essentially the same character who was Fl- who was Fletch's editor in the first Fletch movie, but played by Richard uh, played by Richard Libertini. Uh, they have a love hate relationship. Um, it was su- it was the suggestion of Ham, who is the producer of film, that Motada cast uh, Slattery in the movie. So. Um, I, I as a fan, let's see if I can get a little. No, I don't care about the chicken sandwich at McDonald's. No, no, I don't. I don't care. Don't care. No, okay. sir. No, no, no. Is no. it real chicken anyway? Is it real chicken anyway? McDonald's. Answer the questions. <laughs> Five dollars crispy sandwich on the app, but whatever. <laughs> see if I load up. Load up. <sighs> Uh, you know what? I'm gonna have to do this the old-fashioned way. Confess, Fletch trailer. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. All right, here you go. Uh, oh, I don't care about you, Liberty Bibbidi, Liberty Mutual. <laughs> I knew that the commercial was gonna go up. There was just it just it just screened it. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, look, here's the two to add two of twelve. Uh, skip add. All right, here you go. Let's see. Hey, Frank. Where are you right now? None of your business. Come on, Fletch. Aren't you bored? I need you for a story. I bet you that police report you wanted. I just emailed it to you. It's encrypted. Uh, what's the password? Go ask yourself. My father's paintings were stolen. The Picasso was appraised at $20 million. Well, it hardly seems worth stealing. You're not a detective. But I was an investigative reporter. It's an occupation that's been cheapened by the digital age, like president. <laughs> Earl Maurice Fletcher. They caught me in the middle of a yawn. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Kill this young woman. I think the victim interrupted an art theft. Your fingerprints are on the murder weapon, and someone matching your description was seen with the victim. Come back with me to police headquarters. I get it. You want my help? Okay. Hey, guys, is there a way we can call in a coffee or a kill for a macchiato? Not literally. I looked into your criminal <laughs> record, and a bit of a shady character, Mr. Fletcher. But I am adorable. If you <laughs> did kill that girl, do the right thing and give me an exclusive. Let's talk about the suspects. <laughs> Countess de Grazia married Papa for his money. Somehow she's involved. Flash, he's trying to seduce me. Quite the collection of uh, impressionists you have here. Those are reproductions. That's how we introduce my children. <laughs> Why did you lie to me? You're becoming paranoid. Maybe you should get a gun. Did <laughs> <laughs> you murder that girl? Almost. 
couldn't have gotten the only other person that could have done Fletch better there would have been a time I would have said Jason Lee oh yeah, 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 yeah <laughs> and yeah. Kevin was very much trying to get Fletch of one of, which was an, uh, the first Fletch as an origin story he almost had Chevy Chase in it he written a script He was, and it was going to be um, we called Jason Lee was going to play a younger version of Chevy Chase but kind of like reboot the series but have Chevy Chase in it you know, to help lead it on, and it fell drastically. By the way, I think it was something to do about rights or whatever, or Maybe. who knows. But John Hamm is very funny. I mean, I know everything I've ever seen him in, in like Mad Men, serious. But when he's on Saturday Night Live, man, he is just so hilariously funny. And I'm like, he is perfect for that dry wit, kind of like smartest man in the room, but also the smartest ass in the room too. Like, I just, I'm, I'm excited to see this movie. I'm like, sign me up. I'm all about I'm all about the Fletch movie. <laughs> I always remember that one there was one scene I think I think he's in prison or something like that. This is Chevy Chase and he goes, Hey Tom Fletch, what's your name? He goes, Bend over and he goes, Hi Ben, how you doing? <laughs> yes. Or when in the first movie where he's get, he has to um he's his name is John Babar. It's like the then he gets the proc the, the uh, rectal exam. He's like Moon River, using the whole fist there, Doc. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it, um, the problem is Chevy Chase is so much of an asshole now that a lot of times those movies hurt me to watch right. because a lot of those movies help establish my sense of humor. Like when he walks in that room and there's a woman wearing a towel, he's like, "Yeah, can I borrow a towel? My car hit a water buffalo." Like just kind of. <laughs> Like just real quick, like boom, yeah, in fi- rapid fire comedy things, and you're just going. I love that smart wit and just kind of like you know, love that kind of humor. And I'm like, Chevy was really good at it. It's a shame he's an asshole. Like right. you know, and I was like, oh, I have Fletch. Do I? Need- I guess I should get Fletch Lives. I don't remember. I think I said it once, and I'm not sure if I actually liked it because it wasn't the same Fletch. <laughs> like the first movie's a classic, <laughs> and I'm like, well, if Ham's rebooting it, I. I- the trailer alone made me go, all right, I'm in, because I know he can pull that shit off. All right. Uh, so, um, September 16th, Ed. Uh, speaking of TV shows and old news, you gave me something. You're like, is this nerd news? <laughs> I don't remember what. And you gave me a dead link. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, folks. I got to see if I can find... <laughs> I don't even remember. I don't even remember what You're I did. Like, oh, oh, wait, wait. There you go. Woo! This came from ComingSoon.net. Next, next Flix, Netflix's blockbuster series gets a release date and first picks. <laughs> it's like, is this nerd news? I'm like, hey, it can be, sure. <laughs> At the irony of a, of a blockbuster TV show based on Aaron on Netflix. <laughs> Uh, Netflix announced the premiere date for its upcoming comedy series, Blockbuster, centered around the once-prominent chain of video stores. 
Brock Blockbuster is set to premiere through Netflix on November 3rd. The series will be comprised of 10 episodes, each lasting about 30 minutes. It stars Randall Park as Timmy Yoon, Melissa Fermero as Eliza Walker, Tyler Alvarez as Carlos Herrera, uh, Madeline Arthur as Hannah Hadman, Olga Mirides as Connie Serrano, J.B. Smooth as Percy Scott, and Camila Fairburn as Kayla Scott. Uh... The plot of the show is Timmy Yoon, played by Randall Park, is an analog dreamer living in a 5G world, reads the show's synopsis. Hmm. And after learning that he's operating the last blockbuster video, uh, the last blockbuster video in America, Timmy and his staff of employees, including his longtime crush Eliza, fight to stay relevant. The only way to succeed is to remind their community that, community that to provide something big corporations can't human connection. Uh huh. That's the plot. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. I, look, it's on Netflix. I'll watch it. <laughs> like, uh, I like, I like, Randall Park seems to be popping up a lot lately. Yeah. You know, and I'm okay with that because I like him. I, I'm, <laughs> he was funny in that, in The Office, that one episode. But he, as, as we call it, Kim Jong Un in the interview. <laughs> so great. So great. <laughs> well, so funny. He also plays the interview. He plays himself in the Young Rock TV show. Apparently, he's interviewing Rock, who's running for president, and that he's what we call it, telling the story of his life, which is why that's the premise of Young Rock. And he talks just about the story in, in flashbacks. Right. And every every episode has to deal with maybe like a political question that the Rock's trying to answer. And it's like, well, back when I was a kid, this is how I did this, and and it. Never really answers a question, but you're like, oh, it's Young Rock. It gets the Rock the the ability to at least be on an episode for like to, to button it from the beginning and the end, yeah, right? You know, and the show itself is pretty funny. Um, I I will always recommend Young Rock as a cute, fun show. But again, you know, it's the Rock, so I'm like, yay. <laughs> um, I got one more article, Ed. All right, all right. Um, we've talked about HBO Max and Warner Brothers and Discovery and how. They have now decided to axe a shit ton of content from HBO Max. Now. Right. One of those that's gotten shit canned is the Tim Bur- Tim, um, mm, uh, the guy who created Batman the Animated Series. Um, Bruce, Bruce Tim, Bruce Tim. I'm like, Tim Bruce? No. <laughs> um, so. He was supposed to be producing a new animated series for HBO Max. The show was set to be a reimagining of the Batman mythos and provide viewers with a visually striking world. As fans patiently waited the series' arrival, things hit a a snag. Warner Brothers' new leadership went and made some unprecedented moves, such as canceling Batgirl, which in the midst of post-production, among many of the casualties that followed, looked like the Cape Crusader was going to be one of them. Uh, thankfully, the DC fans might have been given a stroke of luck. While Leslie Grace's debut in the DCEU may be no longer, it seems that the upcoming animated Batman show is given a, a chance at life. Uh, the Hollywood Reporter is reporting that despite word that Warner Brothers is canning the upcoming Batman animated series, the Cape Cru- which is called the Cape Crusader, by the way, mm-hmm. the show is actually set to continue production. Alo- alongside that production... Um, Merry Little Batman, Day the Earth Blew Up, a Looney Tunes movie, Bye Bye Bunny, a Looney Tunes room musical, 
uh, are still various stage of productions despite uh, the shakeup at Warner Brothers. The catch? None of them will stream on HBO Max, Ed. Wow. Uh, so you're looking at uh, Merry Little Batman. I don't know what that's going to be about. The Day the Earth Blew Up, which is a Looney Tunes movie. Bye Bye Bunny, a Looney Tune, a Looney Runes musical. Uh, I, I did I do that to the holidays? A Steve Urkel story and an Amazing World of Gumball. The movie are still in various stages. So those are the things that might make it somewhere else. Um, I hope Amazing World of Gumball gets the movie. <laughs> I mean, I like the show. I don't think it deserves a movie. Whatever. <laughs> um, but we were just it's funny because we, Sibon and I, were talking about it on a Wednesday because it was like because we, we we talk about like you know Cartoon Network because one of our favorite shows, which I think is one of your favorite shows, Rick and Morty. You know, mm-hmm. we talk about that a couple of times. But we've talked about like old stuff that Cartoon Network like pulled out and did, uh-huh. and it's just like ridiculous stuff in the middle of the night right. kind of stuff and you know, that type of thing. And I remember. Um, we were talking about like um, like like certain moves certain shows like like one show I liked which was bizarre like and I'm, I'm like I was afraid to say it but I was just like he actually enjoyed the show too but it was so bizarre it was called Steven Universe it's about a kid uh, I've never saw it but I know about it yeah it's about a kid who it's named Steven Universe his father is human and his mother is an alien right and they have this thing and they're it's all gems and there's three sister gems because the, the mother gem's no longer with them they, she's gone, and the three of the three sisters take care of Stephen, and of course, whatever happens to him because of alien like invaders right. or things that happen because he, he's he's part alien, so right. he, there's he's has a purpose. So it was it was one of those things where we watched this show, and I, you know, I, I talk about it, and I forget now why I'm telling this story. Well, because we're talking about shows so Gumball that... was came up too. This uh-huh. is the thing. So Gumball came up. I love Gumball, and I'm like, and I'm like. And I'm like, there's times I'm like, I hate that show, but I still watch it like uh, every day. Because although I did, but I don't, I don't watch right. it much anymore. But it was like one of those shows. It's just like you get tired of it, but then you're going, eh, is it on tomorrow? <laughs> right. Yeah, it's it's a show that sucks you in. Because for me, when I used to watch it, um, it's because I thought they would alternate when uh, Teen Titans Go was on, and it would, you know, there was other shows. And I was like, I thought Gumbo was kind of funny. It was like, all right, I didn't know really anything about the characters, but some of the shows where I'm like. That's cute. That's funny. Yeah. All right. Um, so I guess apparently they were going to get their own movie, which I'm like, ah, whatever. Good for them. Um, as for The Dark Knight, but though, however, for The Dark Knight's upcoming The Animated Series spiritual successor, currently the show is getting a heavy interest from streamers like um, Netflix, Apple. Well, who wouldn't? I mean. Well, I, I saved the best one for last. They, they said it for Disney-owned Hulu. Oh, yeah. uh, fans are likely to be relieved to hear that Bruce Timm's project is still alive with how volatile everything seems at Warner Brother, where it might pop up with something because Batman streamers are going to get their hands uh, are chomping at the bit to get their hands on it. Uh, the original announcement for the show has also mentioned that alongside producing the show for HBO Max, Cartoon Network was also in the cards. While many of Cartoon Network shows have been culled from the WB streaming service, Maybe there's at least a chance that this animated series could air on the actual channels itself. Um, I'm hoping it lands on Hulu or I don't know Disney Plus. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how Disney takes over. But I mean, you know, it, uh, it's that's that's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm look, looking up something on on, uh, on my history here of, of uh, uh, YouTube because it was it's, you know what's funny is, is I, I just re- learned. A couple weeks ago, that apparently Batman Beyond was a show 
that none of them really wanted to do. Right. You know, like, like right. Because they were still working on on Batman, and they wanted to the higher ups. Warner Brothers said we need to we need to, we need to reboot the series for a younger audience. Right. The the, the teen audience is basically uh-huh. you know because Buffy the Vampire Slayer was popular. Right. There were some other teen shows that were 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 hitting it big, and they go. We want to capitalize on this, right? You know, kind of thing. fuck what's already being successful. We need now to change it and do this. Yeah, yeah stupid. So, so it's it was you know so so they kind of they kind of talked about it and they they threw that out there about Batman Beyond in the future right. and stuff like that and they you know and they, and they got like uh, Kevin Conroy to still play Batman as old Batman right. Bruce Wayne and but it was like they had to almost convince themselves and I, I wish i could find out who who made the the video for you because it was it was i i thought it was like oh my god because they actually show interviews it's not like somebody's making shit up they actually had well, interviews of bruce tim and other it well okay creators well, if, if you have the batman the animated series collector box or like the, there's that and the batman beyond there's actually those interviews are, are in those are in those disc sets right it's uh, it's Batman Beyond. It's from Sinfix or IGN Movies and TV. Uh, is the thing? It's Batman Beyond, the classic. Nobody wanted. It's an IGN uh, uh, thing. It's like eighteen minutes. Right, right, I watched right, right. it and I was like, I was blown away because, like I said, it's it actually shows Bruce Tim talking, giving the interviews and the other another character, you know, their uh, producers and stuff talking about. It. And basically, they were talking about them. They were talking themselves into doing this show. Right. They're they really first thing that we hate this movie. Like, what if it's like this? Uh, 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 they probably want this. And as they're mocking it, they go, "I actually might work." <laughs> like, it's like, what if we don't? Like, we take a teenage, you know, we do this and. Batman's this, and they're doing that, and we think we reinvent. Well, she doesn't sound too horrible. Yeah. Like, quick, let me just write something down here. Like, let me do like a quick art thing. What if you look like that? Well, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I know. Isn't it kind of cool? Like, you know. But you can see, they were still working at the time. They were still right. working on the last season of, of Batman. Right, which, ba- was, which was now turned into the Batman and Superman Adventure Hour or no, something. No, no, like it's that. Batman and Robin. Uh, adventures was uh, the, the season, but it was a part of like you were right. to say the Batman yeah, power, hour. power Hour type of thing when they did. So, so that was the idea. But they were they were working on all this stuff, and they were still trying. You know, now they have to create this right. by the next season because it wasn't like right. it's like oh, you got the summer to work it out. Like you got to start this now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. we need it now because we need it in three months. Right. What? Yes. Right. <laughs> um, that's all I got. I do have. I do have this one. I'm not going to bring it to the show, but. Just to let you know, Ed, I have this in my, my back pocket arsenal. 20 of the worst TV show finales. <laughs> Saying. Sooner or later, that's coming to the mix. I keep looking at it and going, it's the day to day. It's the day to day. Like, nope, not today. <laughs> nope. Nope. I've swim around. I think around. we did a good job. Nice show. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't super long, but it was, you know, two and a half hours, maybe. <laughs> Anyway, yeah. <laughs> look at me. I'm trying. I'm trying. Trying, folks. Trying to get this down to nice little nuggets of like maybe two hours, maybe. But you know, sometimes we derail ourselves. <laughs> yeah, I know because a lot of our shows have been up in like three hours, right? Because I always make I always make me laugh because I'm like, we used to do like all this stuff. I'm like, I can't remember what we used to do in the radio in the radio days uh-huh. and how it was three hours long and how we pulled that off. We had commercial breaks. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm I'm talking about. Oh. Like, with, like without commercials, like we without the music in between, we had like three hours of content. And I'm thinking, how do we keep doing three hours of content every week? Bullshit, Ed. <laughs> just, we're like we're like mushrooms. Just keep 
bullshitting the audience. And that's exactly it. We're just, <laughs> we just bullshit Again, I said before, we're just two boobs in a basement that have an opinion about no stuff, stuff no one asked our opinion on. Here, and I'll tell you about the Fudge movie. Let me tell you about the Fudge movie. No one cared. No one knows. Who cares, Sean? It's a sh- I don't even know there was a fudge, new, new Fudge movie. See, there you go. I Ed, learned something. You learned something. That's my role, Ed, is to make sure I educate people. Educate you. Educate myself. Educate the tens of people who listen. Did, did it change my world? No. No, no I didn't say it was meaningful. No. I just said you have now a new nugget of information that will kick out someone's phone number. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How fucking true that is. <laughs> it, no one asked for the, hey, there's making a new Fletch movie. Shit, what's grandma's number? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Completely forgot it. I know when the new Fletch movie comes out, September 18th. God damn it, what's my zip code? Oh, it's right there. I can feel it on the tip of my tongue quick. What is my zip code? I don't know. It's it's it. Oh, my God. Why did I forget that? Quick, Fletch movie, September 18th. Oh, son of a bitch, it was that. <laughs> Later on, you're going to be like, oh, my God. Oh, like, why can't I think of that name or that person right, or that? Like, you're like, you know, son of a bitch, it's Fletch. Who, who fucking played Big Superman and Man of Steel? Fuck. Like, Fuck. <laughs> God damn it. But I can tell you, 918. <laughs> right. New Fletch movie. Confess Thank Fletch. Thank you, Sean. Coming out. F- Confess Fletch. Featuring John Hamm as Fletch. Perfect choice, by the way. So says Sean. <laughs> so, thanks for listening, folks. Um, surprise, geeksters. <laughs> Ah, waka waka. Don't forget to go watch Samaritan on um, Amazon. Yes. And you'll be like, oh. especially when he goes, I'm the bad guy. You're like, oh, that's classic Sly. <laughs> classic 80s. <laughs> like, oh, boy. Um, anyway, like I said, Geeksters Facebook, Geeksters Radio. Go like it. <laughs> Follow us on Twitter at Geeksters. <laughs> Geeksters. <laughs> Go like it. If you want to contact Ed, contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you got that Sean at Sean at wordswithgeeks.com. It's S H A W N. Excelsior. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. I was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! Boo! Zip code.